Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Bobby Martinez. Thanks for having me. And we got a co-host today, Eric Bent from SWBA. Hey, good morning. And we're going to have a, this will be a cool one, Bobby. Bring a lot of cool stuff. So if you're listening on the internet or watching on the internet, uh, we'll have a giveaway. uh, Probably around 1130, but no one's going to hear this right now. (laughs) (laughs) But um, he's really cool. We really appreciate him coming on and bringing all this stuff. So uh, the first question we like to ask is, how did you get into fishing? Whew. All right. Um, started a long time ago. Bobby was, geez, probably six years old, maybe wow. seven. And uh, my dad don't fish. And I'll get to that in a minute because it's a cool <laughs> story. But um, And definitely my mom doesn't fish. But um, I, um, it happened because my mom was uh, very Catholic and... You know, we had a church uh, little event on in the summer, and uh, we went to Lake Lake. Mm-hmm. But we were on the other side, you know, where there's no water. And um, they said, hey, you know, we played volleyball, this and that. And then, hey, we're going to go across. You guys want to go fishing? I'm like, yeah, let's go fishing. You know, let's <laughs> fish. And walked over there, and, uh, you know, summertime. Back then, the bluegill would school up, oh, and you see yeah. them. That's what I was watching. Yeah, I didn't know what they were. I was yeah. like, oh, look, there's fish everywhere, you know. And yeah. And... Man, something happened that day. It just, <laughs> it just, you know, really stuck to me. And um, yeah, that that's that's pretty much how I got started. And literally, it took me like probably two years. Mm-hmm. I remember I had just done my first communion, and the reason I remember that because I think I wore the same clothes the next day to the park, <laughs> <laughs> and I caught my first bluegill. Wow! And was I, that with the help of someone, or was it? Uh no. Well, sort of. I mean, like, cause. Let me go back a little bit. Um, my mom would take me every so often to the lakes and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I say, like, "Hey, come on, can you take me? Come on! Oh, you yeah. got to go to church, or you got to learn your time tables." Bro. Yeah, I'm like, "Okay." And so, you know, she would take me, and um, you know, off and on, and I didn't know what I was doing, just walking around. And I remember one, uh, I seen these younger guys, and they go, "Hey, little man, catch anything?" I go, "Nope." <laughs> and he's like, "What are you using for bait?" And I think I just pulled up like a bobber and a hook tied real janky and. He's like, dude, you have no bait. So he pulls in this coffee <laughs> jar, pulls out some, like, earthworms. Not night crawlers, but yeah. earthworms. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and the rest was history, man. I just grabbed worms, and it Can't was game it on. on. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder how many kids' first fish was a bluegill. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's so. My kids, it's like, it's my, so yep. easy to, to go and just yeah. get a bluegill, you know? 
And they torque for their size. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they dude. just, like, you know, go around, and, you know, like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yellow. Spider-Man pool, dude. I had my middle yeah. one. I, he, he learned how to cast everything on his own. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. That's so awesome. Uh, that's pretty much how, you know, I started, you know. But, yeah, yeah no family, nobody really fished, so. So as you got older, you started um, being a little more As, yeah, um, early, before I was 10, uh, one of my aunts, um, married um, this one guy for a while, and he uh, he wanted to go fishing. So you know, this is pre-internet, pre-this, that. Hey, let's go to the ocean. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and we did it. Like, I mean, I, geez, I started from the bottom. <laughs> like, wow. like I told you earlier, walking the Cabrillo Wall yeah. and getting washed. Like, you know, oh, getting you know, oh, when the waves, yeah, you know, just yeah. whack us, you know, That's right crazy. off the rocks and. Yeah, you know we were doing that dumb stuff. You That's know, a but long was, walk out. It's there, It's a long walk <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. You know, just to come back with like grunting or smelt and and just <laughs> opal eye, nothing you can eat. Just it was but, all an adventure. Yeah, it was all an adventure. You know, yeah. sitting on the pier all night to catch nothing or like a few baby halibut. Yeah. You know, just I really did it the hard way. You know, there's just there wasn't all the internet and stuff. And I did remember this one book. I think it was called Hookup or something. It was a blue. And I was like, whoa, guess what? All the landings were there. So what does my uncle do at the time? Hey, we just started, like, picking and just started driving and going yeah. fishing and nice. exploring. Awesome. Yeah. And that was cool. So he opened my eyes to, like, you know, like, you know, just gave me little bits and pieces here. We didn't know what we were doing on the yeah. boats. I mean, but. It's funny you mentioned that book. I was just talking to a neighbor. I remembered as yeah. a kid he had it on his shelf. Yeah. Oh, I'd go play with his son, and, and uh, it was called Hook Up by Charlie Davis. Dude, that book was before its time. It yeah. was, it's really amazing. It's like, hard to find. All that stuff, that the information that was there, yeah. I was like, whoa, this is so cool, you know? So yeah. we just go there. The address, the phone number was there. And then, uh, well, before we got to the boats, we start, you know, the barge and Redondo yeah. fish there That's all night, and, of, you know, dragging a sack and a half of mackerel off the thing. Why? <laughs> I think the Voyager used to take me still there in Redondo. Um, uh, yeah. And then I think the sharpshooter three-quarter day out of Redondo there. I think my dad did that yeah. several times. Did he do that? And, and he um, he'd bring home these barracuda that had a gunny sack all day. And my mom yeah. was like, "What do you want me to what do?" You just, yeah. So it ended up being uh, fertilizer, yeah. like for the garden. Yeah. Oh but yeah, it was we, really good. I forgot what time, like the last boat, you know, to bring you back. But we wait till the end, and then we'd clean mackerel all day just to oh. give them away. It was just. Yeah, I don't know, but it was fun. <laughs> it was, you know? yeah, good it was, stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, every once yeah. in a while, if we caught a bonita, you know, on the old, like even on the barge, we'd use that bubble. You know, the bar, when oh. you put water in mm-hmm. with the little fly, you throw it out there, or just a chove, you yeah. can get it out there in the current, and you know, that was pretty cool to catch a bonita. There was a big thing back then, and actually, even in the break wall, we mm-hmm. used to, you know, that little bubble that's in Redondo. You know, you know, you can catch some pretty big bonita back then. Uh, there would be every so often some yellows, N- nothing big, but you know, some nice yeah. yellows. Mix it up from yeah. the rocks. That was oh, pretty cool. Killer. You know, from the rocks. That's a, from that's the a rocks. Big, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, I really started from the <laughs> ground level. You yeah. know, just it was really like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about uh-huh. your party boat stuff. Like when you, because you were Definitely. a lot of party boat. Experience. Oh yeah. So it's after that, like they they woke up a monster in me. Like I just, <laughs> I mean, you know, I met good friends you know like on the boats like hey uh you come here a lot it's like i'll tell you what just just don't worry about pay just come on yeah you know and yeah i met so that they're still great friends to me now they've even helped me tournament fishing you know wow. with, with the information and, and you know like i discuss things with them and you know they give me different outlooks and stuff but um yeah like i i, I literally was religiously every weekend weekend warrior on a, on a boat mostly lot marina del rey but i literally 
San Pedro, like, you know, during those big sand bass spawns, you know, doing mm, doubles yeah. and triples, you know, morning run, half, you know, the evening, nighttime. Wow. I, you know, it's, you know, we we're fishing tubes back then too, like on the Monte Carlo, these chartreuse tubes and with the chovy or strip of barracuda and, really? or the scampi and the, and the long strip of yeah. barracuda belly. Get that barracuda because wow. it lasts forever. You need, <laughs> you need shit. Yeah. So, yeah, like I learned a lot of cool little, yeah. you know, for sport boat, you know, little savvy little Definitely. things, you know. Um, it's a whole different art. Oh, now, yeah, yeah. The, and, and the bomber jigs. The bomber jigs. You know, I just posted those the other day. Like, you know, yeah. the whole bomber jigs. You go to Clemente. You know, uh, we were fishing on the Shogun with Norm. He was in Pedro before. And, dude, lead head and squid. I was like, oh, my God. Or a taddy. Was it a double A or with the single sidewash hook? Uh-huh. You put a couple squid, two or three. Uh-huh. And it was game on, you know. Long Eight, rod, yeah. Yeah, long yeah, nine foot. You know, Sabre's a noodle, but, it, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, I did have the squitters. And, and guess what? Everybody. People forget. <laughs> the nail polish on the edge of the spool so it doesn't eat oh, your line was right. a trick, yeah, right? That's right. I even had one of those pens with the little transmission on it for yellowtail, like, to speed it up. The real wow. deal, right? The real deal, yeah. Because yeah. ah. back then, everything was a none-to-one. You couldn't you couldn't catch a yellow, you yeah. know? It's just, they're too slow. You, you get them to follow, they just... Damn. But not with that thing. Yeah, it's right, that external transmission. Yeah, the external cool. transmission. You see one of those every once yeah. in a while. Every, yeah. Dude. So, like Amazing. I said, I got to experience a lot of cool stuff. Old... You know, and and now this new stuff, like it just, it's still intriguing to me. Like this I stuff. think you know, like everything now. You know, you hear sport boat, sport sport boat, yeah, long range this, and you know everything's really technical. But that yeah. art of sport boat oh, fishing, sport boat fishing, is it. a whole story oh, yeah. in and, and of itself. Yeah, and I did it like a lot of the guys too. You know, like in the backyard, you know, with the clothes hanger, pull it out to try because before what we had was straight anchovy, yeah. straight anchovy. There was yeah. you never seen a sardine. Uh-huh. Uh Well, if you're lucky, you saw squid, but it was straight pinhead chovy. You know, you had to collar hook it, butt hook it, or do the little nose thing. And, you know, it was, you know, Andy Tournament, 12-pound, pink. Pink, yeah. Pink, right? Yeah, right. I don't know why I was fishing Andy Tournament. I'm not trying to break any. And just like, dude, that, super limp. Yeah, super, yeah, yeah you know, just, just, you know, the pink was, you know, yeah. a big thing back then. Yeah. You know, the pink Andy. I still think there's something to I that think a little bit. Yeah. You know, they say, you know, red is the first color that disappears in the water. So, I, you know. It's yeah. kind of cool. It's kind and of, then I was thinking on my way here, yeah. you'd know this way more than I, cause I never went on one, but I uh-huh. remember, I don't know if it was the Mirage or with the name of the boat that uh-huh. either ran out of Oxnard or Ventura or that came down and fished the deep hole at night for oh. Calico's only. Do you oh. remember those trips? You know, I do, but I did it later on. I missed a lot of that cool stuff. I know my friends did go and I just heard some amazing stories yeah. and, um, uh, I mean, it, it it was epic up there. I mean, Harrison's Reef, right? Harrison's, okay. yeah, Deep gotcha. Hole. Which, I mean, it's really called the Deep Hole, but mm-hmm. for some reason, it just, oh, uh, you know, to go back, I even did. You guys probably won't remember him, but there was a kayak guy. His name was Spike. I do. Okay, yeah. so check this out. So he's Spike like, I- no, Evans, no, I can't. Remember. Beard, yeah, beard, yeah, husky dude, yep, yep. and uh, he was probably one of the first guys doing kayak stuff. I, yeah. I'm, wow. I'll go out. I yeah. mean, I think he was, but well, I'm, don't yeah. correct me. But yeah, it was a was long time ago. <laughs> he was one of yeah, them for sure. Yeah. So guess what he was doing? Hey, we're we going county line. We're gonna beach launch and go fish the deep hole. Oh. And he knew I had a boat. It was 1996, 97, right before El Nino. Wow. He's like, hey, can you bring us bait up here? I was like, well, sure, but I want to launch my kayak too. You know, I want to be in the mix. I want to be the barge. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we fished up there. We didn't do as good, but there's some big calico bass. I know now it has more sand bass on it. 
you know, for some reason or another. Interesting. But um, that's a long ways. That kind of, I always say that place kind of protects itself. Oh, it's per- yeah, because it's absolutely. kind of a, it's not that far to come from Oxnard, it, but it can be a hell of a ride getting back. Going up, yeah, you're going to get beat up, and yeah. it's far. It's uh, 26 probably miles from Delray, 27. At least, yeah, at least, at least 27. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm still wanting to go. Like, I know. Why not? Remember a few years it, ago when that sea bass bite was up there? Yeah, and it they was like all flats. you wanted, yeah. you know, but you had it run almost 30 miles to 30 get miles there. To I get saw, him. like, I think it was Steve Greenis and mm-hmm. um, Avo. Yeah. They had a video up for a while on YouTube. You could probably still find it. And yeah. It was just like one after another after yeah. another. And they were all 30-ish oh, yeah. pounders. Oh, know? they're all big. And, and, the yellows mix in yeah, by Neptune's net. Yeah, yeah That's kind of a, a cool zone up there. Yeah, it's a real, it's, that zone still doesn't really get. Oxnard. It's, it's North of Point Doom and mm-hmm. south of uh, yeah. Point Magoo, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, just, I mean, there's a okay. couple, couple yeah. MLPAs now, so a lot of that stuff, unfortunately, lost. lost. Did you ever fish Laguna before they had MLPA? Yeah. Uh, was it even good? I mean, me as a shore fisherman, it was awesome. Before, when I started, yeah, I think it was like a couple years before the MLPA. Yeah. Uh, I, would go I fish fished Laguna. it just because of like Eric's tournaments. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it just pulled everybody out of their comfort zone it's like hey we're gonna have a tournament here here and it's like i don't even know where that's at but you know it wasn't like a, a... uh i i really didn't fish it that much so i mean uh-huh. eric could probably tell you a lot more than i can about yeah. laguna i mean i could never really figure it out really? to be honest i mean i go down there and catch a lot of small fish yeah. you know, on hard baits or jerk shads it, yeah. and things and, and i enjoyed it but guys like benny or jack and then also like seacrest oatsbury those dudes they knew where the big rocks yeah. were yeah. and and they would just yeah. pound it and be at the right place at the right time and an eight pounder yeah. you know it, that place has the bottom composition. You know, there's a deep water canyon right off there. Yeah. So it's a naturally a really fertile spot, but the spots are really small. And, and it just, you know, you got to be at the right Damn. place at the right yeah, time. Yeah. So it's not like La Jolla or Point Loma, which I'm sure have those spots, but you can kind of, Point Loma and La Jolla, right. if it looks fishy, it probably is. Yeah. Everything in Laguna or Corona del Mar, my experience, it all looked fishy, but <laughs> no. very little bit of it yeah, was. Yeah, definitely. I don't yeah. know. That's just my That's take. How, yeah, I feel the same way. Like I said, I've, Grew up fishing crystal. Not grew up. My fishing grew has been down south more. Yeah, I love it still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it looks yeah. fishy, but it doesn't <laughs> it yield does. out very much. No. Like at least it didn't for me. No. No. Three you pounder, know? yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah three pounds is uh, like probably a giant. I mean, for me to yeah. hook, you know, if I were able to still fish there, I, I caught my PB there. So, oh really? I, from the shore, and the world pounder. record came from there too. So really. Yeah, that 14 came right out of Newport Harbor, like right out in front there. So wow. In that zone anyways. How long ago was that? I wouldn't know. I think early 80s, really? mid, mid 80s. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 14.7 or something like that. That's huge. What was the, the, how big was the one you had in that picture? Oh, it was just a high nine. That's huge, just man. a high nine. <laughs> That's Jeez. all. No big deal. Yeah. 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 yeah it people was... fish all their life and never get one yeah, close was, uh... to that. Well, you know what happened was during that time, mm-hmm. I was seen looking at monsters being caught like around me there, you know, like I had a buddy, Chris Bone down, down the way. He's waiting for me to get to the island. He's like, dude, I got a nine pounder. Look, I'm like, <laughs> Oh wow. You know? Yeah. And then we went, we ran up and I took uh, a big poncho with me and, um, we're fishing and hey, you know, his man tells us, I want a 10 pounder. I want a 10 pounder. I go, dude, if you catch a seven or six or eight, that's a nice fish. Why does it have to be a 10 pounder, you know? Right. But, yeah. you know, he's, you know, he's adamant about wanting to, you know, fish over 10, whatever. And uh, he sticks one and I'm like, 
oh, wow, that's a big one. And sure enough, I scoop it, and I was like, I think he got his 10. But no, it was a 9-something also. But just a few minutes after, we were just in this one little cove, and they were, it just it was like a four-pounder, five-pounder, and they were just getting bigger, getting bigger. And then my old partner at the time, Kenny, sticks one, and this thing is a giant. I mean, it's a – I want to say it's probably about a 12-pounder. Yeah. And the reason I say that, because when he hooked it, I mean, it just pulled so hard. Like super hard, I can see his vein almost coming out. You know, like I'm like, whoa! He's not breathing, and I'm like looking at him, looking at the rod. I'm like, this. I go, I better get the net. Like, yeah, this is gonna because there's kelp in between. So what does it do? Go straight in the kelp, right? Damn. Just hang tight. I drive it like I leapfrog right over the kelp, like just like dove on it. Came to the bow. I scooped right under that thing. Seen the head and the spikes. I mean, this thing was a giant. Because I just netted Poncho's nine yeah. something, right? Yeah, this yeah. thing's wow. just. So I do this right underneath the cap, and I'm coming up. And guess what he does? He lowers the rod tip and he just goes, bleep, and then swims off. Oh, oh, oh my. Oh, oh, oh. I think he was just going to faint on me. I, I looked at him and I was like, man, I'm oh. so sorry. Oh. It got pretty quiet after that. And guess yeah. what? That whole cove that bit for like 30 minutes, done. just done. Oh, wow. my God. That's interesting. Yeah. How heavy a line are you using when you're out there? Uh, for calicos? Well, uh, I mean, even that day, what were you using? Like, what was? I was fishing rope. I'm not gonna lie. I think it was like 65 to like 40 or 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of finesse for the most part when I'm doing yeah. stuff like that. And you know, now there's some really cool stuff out. You know, that I've been tinkering with. You know, Daiwa came out with this abrasion resistant braid. So mm-hmm. now I'm just gonna just you know tie a palmore knot straight to my beast hook and stuff, and mm-hmm. you know try to yank them out. You know, because that floral helps, but also hurts you. You know what I mean? When you think y'all, <laughs> well, when there's kelp, yeah. See, we haven't had kelp really for the most part for a couple of years, so uh-huh. I've been using it. But um, when it's heavy kelp, you know, I'll either do something like straight braid, or I'll just do like a heavy leader, like eighty pound. Yeah, yeah. sorry, like I just do something <laughs> like the slug. I still yeah. fish slug, the slug. Yeah. I know that's kind of fallen yeah. off the the popular list, but eighty to eighty. I went to Cedros for three or four days. Perfect. Huh? One rod, one knot. Yeah. Actually crimped it and yeah. the whole week never Damn. or three or four no, days, whatever it was perfectly one yeah. time. You know, and they yeah. didn't they weren't line shy on that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's the slug. You're burning it across yeah, the top. Yeah. So when did you so party boat party boat up until what point and then like I know well, you still you know you what? go out, but like, when did you get a boat? Well, um it was right before El Nino. I remember that clearly. Like well, Take it back. I had one way before El Nino. Like I, what was your first one? It was uh, <laughs> oh, a Crestliner, Perfect. but the fiberglass one, the, oh. like the one with the window that you know flips open in the front, yeah. and you know that one. You know, yeah. carpet. Nice. You know, I was out nice. there horseshoe cow catching yeah. barracuda. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> How am I going to get all the slime off this? <laughs> you know, it's carpet. I hear my boat. You know, just ripped all the carpet. Yeah, out because mine, yeah. mine, it's a low. So, same thing type of. Yeah, thing. It's like, yeah. So I had one of those, and and you know. I didn't know what I was doing. It's like I'd ask the bait guys, hey, where am I going? Oh, just go to Horseshoe. Go this direction, you know, on your compass, and you'll find it. I'm like, okay. You know, there was kelp back then yeah. that would grow up on it too, though. Oh, you know? that's right. So, the shoe did have kelp. You know, I remember that. Right? So You could find it easier. You could then. find it, yeah. yeah. So, you know, stuff like that. That's what I did, you know, every weekend too, you know, just to try to figure it out. And it took me a while. It wasn't until like in the like late 90s when i was really like just really exploring it doing stuff like island fishing and wow you know um the wo- first boat did you take to the island uh yes i did how big was it it was a 17 and a half what size motor 
I was a, it was an inboard outboard like a Jesus. I don't even know what. <laughs> yeah, a Buick V6. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it was an inline. It was oh, an inline. Six. Yeah, it was oh, a straight six. It was a Ford. Everyone and going, can I do it? In my book. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh, oh yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. And you're talking. Let's see how he added that. <laughs> seventeen and a half. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Half that half. <laughs> that half. Yeah. yeah. You're good. <laughs> like my wife's here. Heard Eric's story. She's yeah. like. You're not fucking going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait till she hears my story. <laughs> I know. That's what, that's what I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, that I, one day that's like my goals. I want to try to yeah. But, I mean, I would probably go with someone because just in case. Well, you know, nowadays, happen. too, I mean. The motors are a lot more efficient and efficient, reliable. Efficient, reliable. You know? And then we have internet these days. Like, I mean, I, I hate to just keep bringing that up, but, like, everything's, in like, at your you know, get, grab your phone and just, you know, look at the weather and just don't look at one, look at three or four, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, that's a good, advice. you know what I mean? It's not always going to be identical to what you're reading, but you know, you, you know, you could pick, Hey, little to no wind today, dude, you can go. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah. You can kind of figure it out a little bit, you know? You, um, so what you did some long range trips too. And, and long range. Oh, so check this out. So right before Fred Hall, this is what I would do. Uh-huh. I'd look at the list and I had to book my trips before Fred Hall because they would book up. Yeah. At you know, Fred Hall, huh? Yeah. Yep. So I would do wow. like my five day Guadalupe, do an eight day Lejos, do, you know, do a couple like three days. I had it down to like, okay, July is too early. Like the fish sometimes aren't here. We might be cow patty fishing. We're down below. It's like, uh, August, whew, game on. So get a couple two days, three days right in the mix. <laughs> yeah. You know, October, give me a five day, you know. Like, nice. So I had it down. I really couldn't leave because at that time I had a family. So I really couldn't leave like like those 14, oh. 18 days that I yeah. really wanted to yeah. do, yeah. you know. But, you know, 10 days was the max, you know, which was pretty cool. That's a cool. long time. That's a long time, dude. It's a long time fishing. to be away, yeah. What if there's someone you don't like on the boat? Well, oh, and you know, I, I mean, we trust me, it's, it's, you know, or just get the bottom bunk or whatever. Like, you know, like uh, I was picking so the ones that were a little cheaper too, night. you know, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing I, I, you know, I was like, oh, this oh, you can... a lot cheaper, you know, oh, but yeah. guess what? There are bunks, there are no state rooms, no, <laughs> you know, like you get that bottom bunk, you're just smelling his shoes the whole <laughs> trip, <laughs> you know, farts, everything. Right? It's, it's pretty Exhaust bad, fumes you know? back in those days. <laughs> yeah. So like Things I changed on those boats are so oh, yeah, nice it's changed. Now. Yeah. The oh. food, everything. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? We didn't eat burgers, you know, yeah. eat burgers for 10 days straight. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Breakfast burritos and burgers. Yeah. No, burgers. nowadays these guys got real chefs and gourmet yeah. meals. You know, yeah. they're doing sushi. Like, it's different level wow. stuff now. Yeah. yeah just, yeah, I, I don't do that kind of fishing no more. Just. Do you still have the gear? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, I have some, not yeah. all of it, you know, because yeah. that stuff was getting like, you know, just look at the tackle that, these days, you know, just. Like, why use something that's a 50 wide when you can go, you know, these yeah. you know, smaller. Did you chase the bluefin around a little bit the I last did. few seasons? I didn't because yeah. I was trying to stay focused in my tournament thing. That mm-hmm. was my goal. That was my whole goal from even doing tournaments. It's not for nobody else, just for me, just to really compete with these guys. I really think these guys are really, really good fishermen. Mm-hmm. Like, phenomenal fishermen, you know. Um, it's a shame we all can't fish, you know, like it's dropped <laughs> off. But yeah. um, honestly, I think there's these guys are amazing. Yeah. Seriously. And <clears throat> I for my own personal goal, like from, you know, doing the whole sport bowl thing and everything else, I really wanted to challenge myself and compete with these guys. And let me tell you, when I started, whole oh, I was totally lost, like very lost. Yeah. Like the only time I can get to a podium was helping Eric set up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, should give you a trophy for you that. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, the only thing I got was hey, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, I just set personal goals and, and uh, you know what I mean. Put the blinders up for my own. You know, didn't even get a girlfriend, no nothing. Just you know, I, I was just straight. like straight. Just I'm just gonna just do Bobby. Just. One thing you know, about Bobby and your partners uh, in the past, yeah. keep them off, you guys, because yeah. it's a team yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always, you know, you hear about the crossover. Oh, it's been her bait, mm-hmm. and this one bait, it's a freshwater cro- So these yeah. guys definitely took it, you know, beyond that and dove into it. I, I would hate to see your uh, tackle warehouse bill. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> or, or, or anywhere. Like, like you know, literally, from- I paid with my wallet, and you know what I mean? Like, just because people say, oh, he gets stuff for free, he's sponsored. Like, no, I spent some money. <laughs> And I, I can still prove it. Like, my garage is jugged. And, and just because stuff that I'm not saying doesn't work, just stuff I wanted to hey, let me try this. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yep. And yeah. it, it still might work. It just, I didn't figure out how to, you know. Make it's it funny. Work for I, me. I was talking to him one you know? day and I was going to go down to the river and we said, Yeah, Billy Skinner's got this swim bait for freshwater called mm-hmm. a cheater. Oh, dude, I've got like a case of those. I'll yeah. send them to you. I'm like, what? Yeah. And, Why and did you buy them? I haven't, like, I haven't been to the lake in probably like two years, oh, I but, them. Yeah. but I just seen certain things and, and I, I was like, wow, I could see where yeah. that might will, work, will yeah, work in certain applications, yeah. you know? And through that, you've seen his results and his contest finishes yeah, go man. like really, really high. And I won't say it's directly for a bait, but I think yeah. his ability to stay open-minded and build upon when, when that comes with, you know, trying different techniques. Yeah. Yeah. And I won't let any cats out of the bag because I don't even know what cats are in uh, the bag. Yeah. But, but You know he, what? But even if I try to keep a cat, and I, I mean, it just, it switches anyway. Like does, next yeah, year, it yeah. does, that does, that application doesn't really work, doesn't even yeah. work. So it's like, I don't even mind letting it out, you know, if yeah. they want to hear it, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of speculation. I mean, I was going to tell this story. It was funny. <laughs> this is true. Mike Wynn from Turner's classic yeah. years ago. I mean, this is 15 years ago. We have a little <laughs> Bay tournament and I'd practice like that's going to really help the week or a few days before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And guys would be at the lawn trap and they'd come over to your boat and look in your, you know, and yeah. see what you've yeah. had tied on. So I'm like, screw that. I tied on a Carolina rigged uh, rip bait. I'd have a drop shot with some big lizard hanging off of it, right? And I'd throw all this bogus stuff, and, and they'd come in and double take and scratch their head like, what the? Yeah. But you'd see them pretend like they weren't looking at your, your stuff, and then I'd go and c- cut it all off and tie on a swim bait or a, or a grub, you know, the typical yeah. stuff. Well, one yeah. time Mike Wynn comes in. He's like, were you really Carolina rig in a rip bait? <laughs> and I said, no. And he goes, damn it. He, I knew it. He goes, I went out and I got my Carolina rig rods and I put on a TD minnow. And he goes, yeah. I looped them over the muscle beds in Newport. He actually ended up doing well in a tournament with a bait setup that I was just kind of throwing, trying to be a bogus deal on. And uh, so it just shows you that, yeah. like, all bets are off the table. Like, no, yeah. dude. Definitely. Carolina rig. You see rig, some of the stuff that people are catching now. It's like, yeah. with what they're using, it's like. Oh, yeah. Well, Man. just, I mean, look at, well, I mean, I fished for so long. I've seen more big fish in the last probably five years than I've seen all my life of fishing, you know, especially sport boats. I'm talking like, you know, tanks of squid, you know, San Clemente Island, yeah. you know, and just like, go at it, boys. Like, and they're just coming over the rails. Why do you think that is? Do you think the techniques, fishermen Te- or? Technique, for yep. sure. Yeah. Those you fish are those internet, fish are old. Internet has uh, to do, I mean. Uh, yeah. All the information you can get, like, but, you know, when you start, when I started, but you still got to do you it. You got to practice. Yeah, definitely yeah. time yeah. on the water. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah. you know, like Matt said, time on the, you know, confidence like, too. in that bait, I think plays a lot, yeah. you know, um, like if you don't know, like, if, like, Hey, you know, as soon as you see certain conditions, you're like, Ooh, I can get this way in there. 
<laughs> you yeah. know, it, it might happen right But here, that learning know? curve, like yours, it might be you know? shorter. So people get into that yeah. confidence quicker. Yeah. Like, nah, I don't want to throw the iron, but yeah, I'd rather be, throw the weed list so they get good at the weed list. Yeah. You know, I, I was really complacent too. Like <clears> even, you know, sport boating, you know, like um, on a sport boat, you have 30 people or whatever. And, uh, okay, somebody goes to the bow, catches one on a jig. Okay, I'll, I'll go grab my jig. But it's the person who was first to do that is the guy that was stinking out of the box or or, yeah, or yeah. just, you know, willing to try and something, having, you know? maybe he's doing something a little bit different than oh, you are when oh, yeah. fishing. He, he might be reeling it in just a little tiny bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I you know? yeah, these that's what I'm saying. Like, I met a lot of cool people, and they're just, just these little subtleties. You know, we called it the stutter step. You know, when you do when you jig fish, you know, you just do a little wine, and then you just do a little quick wine, and it just makes it, like, come off to the side or – Interesting. You know, and that's yeah. what you know. You know, we call it the stutter stand. We had all these weird names. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> right, like right. on our own brain, we're thinking we're really like, <laughs> yeah. But it's just those little things that trigger that bite. You know, yeah. like you know, instead of the fish just chasing it and it just doing this. You know, it it made a difference. Yeah. You know, it, it seems like with Calico from sitting behind the scenes and watching the tournaments yeah, and no. the weigh-ins, when you hear the story of the big fish of the day or or the big plural fish of the day, several. Yeah. seems like they're caught with something different or something unique happened. Maybe it was I just saw something and I picked up a different rod and chucked that out there. Or it was a follower and, it, it, you know, I happened to have a swim bait on there. It doesn't seem like, oh, I knew there was going to be a big one there. Yeah. So I went there and I hung it. It's always some offbeat something different. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. but No, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's like with, with everything, you know, and someone has that weird thing, you know, usually works out. Rarely well, do you, you know. see... Bobby's an exception. Who else? Uh, Mark Hart and Cross. The year they won at Catalina, yeah. they patterned it. Benny has has patterned fish, mm-hmm. but a lot of times patterns in salt don't hold up like they do in fresh. In my opinion, yeah. yeah. Whereas you know, guys just go fish and they follow the conditions, read the conditions, kind of go with what nature throws at them. Yeah. And Bobby's yeah. really good at that. That's what threw me. There's off a lot of guys a while too. It. You know, like I go out, you know, pre-fishing, for example, like. Even if you go two weeks before the tides, everything's going to be different, yeah, right? Yeah. And on, I don't get to dictate when tournament day is, right? They just pick a date. Like, you know, they yeah. look at all, you know, all the other things going on and, you know, they pick the best date they can. And I just got to go and try to do something, whether there's low tide, no tide, high tide, right. you know, you just got to go Figured with it. Out, yeah. So like if you're going to pre-fish, yeah, you probably want to pick a day a month in advance or whatever that matches that, that day tide, possibly. Yeah. But most of the time that thing, I mean, all the time, really, it just never, it threw me off. And what could change in a month is like, Oh yeah. There's, I mean, anything you know, like, I think maybe for the listeners out there too, that aren't tournament fishermen or whatever, yeah. it kind of plays into your regular fishing too. Cause if yeah. you go out and say, yeah. Hey, you know, yeah. so-and-so told me to go up to, wherever white's point yeah. or rocky point mm-hmm. they're biting they've been biting it's, it's yeah. white open. and you go up there it's not happening yeah oh uh, they, yeah but <laughs> yeah, your, they get... your ability to adapt whether it's fun fishing or tournament fishing yeah. i think can be a day saver and mm-hmm. a lot of like listening to your gut you know and, and yeah following for the... sure and even though it's like low tide full moon blue skies like it's gonna be brutal but there's still ways to catch fish you know you don't yeah have, you know it's and you know, that's, you know, like I said, you have some big ones and you just need a fifth fish, you know, you know, right. barely legal. That little voice know? in your head, is, is a lot of time is the, <laughs> yeah. is the deal you need to listen yeah. to. A lot of times it's hard because you're like, oh, so-and-so said Dude, they're here. You I know? mean, that's, that's, yeah, definitely. My dad, funny story. Before a tournament at PV, which I suck at, I told my dad the <laughs> night before I said, by about 10 o'clock, I'm going to be gassed. You know, I set up and this and that and the other. I said, 
I'm going to ask you like what you want to do and don't tell me, I don't care. So (laughs) sure enough, 10 o'clock comes around in the morning. I go, dude, I'm gassed. What do you think? He goes, let's go up to, what is that? Not Lenata, but Haggerty's. And we're all the way down by the golf course. Yeah. Actually below the golf course at PV. And I go, I don't want to go all the way up there. And he goes, well, then why the hell did you tell me? To, you, know, <laughs> you know? And so yeah. I go, oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. So we jammed all the way to Rocky Point, got yeah. all the way at first cast. My dad gets a four and a half in a tournament. That yeah. was a good fish for us. Yeah. You know? And he, I was like, yes. And it was that little, you know, just knowing that I was going to be gassed and my thought process yeah. was going to be done for the day. And he was fresh, and he's like, let's just go up to Haggard. Awesome. So, I'm going to get a pen and a paper really quick so we can do the live questions. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Just... Right. We're going to do some live questionis. Let's do them. Yeah. Are we on pause or are we still going? Still going. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm good right now. So what? So how many boats have you had? Ooh, geez. Quite a few? Yeah, had a few. Um you had the Hydra Sports. Had the Hydra Sport in like '97. You know, shared it with Caesar, and then uh, before that, I had a Mako for a little bit. Oh, and then I bought this. I don't know why I bought this. It was a 33 foot Chris Craft wood boat. You know, it was uh, it was just a lot of work. <laughs> kept it in a slip. Yeah, I kept it Oof. in a slip. It was just too much work. Got that's rid of the that true real money quick. Pit. Yeah, that's yeah, it is the money pit. And yeah, um, thank you. Oh, I had a Calabogie too. That was a cool oh, little boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like uh, I Heart Spotties. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's a um, Hobie Power Skiff kind of. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was a that was a cool little skiff. Yeah. I spent way too much money on it. You traveled I, down in Baja with any of those at all? A I bit? didn't. Um, I didn't. But like, it was going all over the place. You know, <laughs> like you know, places that probably shouldn't have been going. But right. it was pretty, it was your pretty, boats, would you restore yourself to? Yeah, I always. Um, that's one thing I always did like because i always bought used boats you know for the most part and i pretty much just started gutting everything and rewiring everything just because i don't want to have problems you know dude i mean even with this new boat i rewired yeah you know toggle switches this that they all go bad you know what i mean so you know i just got the better ones with the little boots on you know spray you know what i mean it's yeah you know it's Saltwater's brutal. Well, we'll open up. Any, anybody yeah. have any questions on our Instagram? Hit us up for Bobby, and then we've got some prizes that we'll we'll shoot yeah. you away. Yeah. See how this works. Got some Figure out cool prizes. So hit us Get up if you have this. any questions on Insta. <laughs> Nothing S- yet, huh? No. <laughs> I see. Uh, who's on there? Matty Florentino's on. That was a good show with Matt. That yeah. was awesome. Great. That was a great show. So, such a nice guy. Here's man. one. Cast and destroy. Hey, Bobby. What's your favorite preference on baits in these tournaments? Plastics or hard baits? Uh, so that was from Cast, Cast and Destroy. Destroy. Yeah, right, that down. right now, it's definitely a hard bait game. Like jerk baits, crank baits. I mean. And why is that? What do you do? You know, just the way you could fish them. You know, like, for example. Speed or? Speed and um, just the the areas that i could fish for example santa cruz what i did there i went up and uh, i was fishing the beaches that wasn't working out came into the points and was casting outwards uh-huh. like on a crankbait like a right. deep deep diving crankbait and bringing it up that point and i was sticking nice fish that wow. way you know so well, uh, it's just more versatile for me to fish different kinds of hard baits you know when i'm up on the beach you know jerking them or quicker. burning them maybe you quicker like- yeah and, I, and I'm covering different. a lot of water, exactly. too, so, you know, I'm power fishing. So that that's why right I say on. the hard bait game is. Who's the next one? Crod Jr. I'll call him K-Rod. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite search bait when you uh, get to a new spot? That's a good one. Oh, that's a great one. Um, Search bait. I think um, just a small 
hard bait. You know, it'd be like a little Lucky Craft 128 SP. Anything with like a chrome finish, you is know, that, that American is that a jerk shack. or is that a yeah? Crank? It's like a jerk. Okay, it's like a jerk bait, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, tell you the truth, if I'm trying to find bigger fish, that SP minnow is hard to beat, especially for <laughs> yeah. like nine ninety nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Best deal, you know, ever, best man. durable, for your run true. durable, yeah. true, straight yeah. out of the box. Just, I mean, they make cool colors and cast good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and not just because die was like. Taking care <laughs> yeah. of me, but I'm not lying. Like that no, is I, a great bait. Comes like, with good hooks too. Good, yeah, I mean, ready to go. Yeah. You know. Do you ever switch out? Uh, I do. Do you ever go to singles? I do. Yeah, especially with the kelp, that was huge. I kept it kind of low for a little bit. I was like, well, if they don't yeah. want to listen. I'm not going to say nothing, you know. But uh, yeah, I did a, the owner single replacement when the kelp was there, right? And I was almost like doing it on purpose. Like I try to get it snagged a little bit, like especially at PV and stuff. Like get it snagged and then just rip it right through. And the fish would just come out and eat it after you just ripped it through the kelp. Nice. So that was almost like a little kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a pretty big thing. You know, when the kelp was around pretty Definitely, heavy, the yeah. single replacements on it, and it runs really good. Nice. Here's another one from uh, uh-huh. Brian, the OG Bales. Yep. What's, in your opinion, what's your opinion on the, sorry, the screen's a little bit, local MPAs uh, and have had, you seen any increase in the fish density around those areas? Well, um, I've only fished one MLPA legally at, uh, you know, at Catalina. And uh, I was there with the biologist, and we caught a whole bunch of fish. And um, Oh, you got to go with the biologist yeah, and go fish. And MLP- go fish, oh, MLPA. And uh, they wanted us to focus in this cove only, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, right at two harvest. Like, we want to stay here. I'm like, okay. So we caught a whole bunch of fish there. You know, we tagged them, everything. And then um, she goes, you know, she, I go, well, how are you going to get research? Like, you know, she's like, oh, I'm going to go diving. I'm like, well, fish are going to move. Right. She's like, no. These fish were really staying within five, six feet of each, you know, wow. of where they were caught. Like, huh. And, uh, she, you know, she did a lot of research. You know, she did it for over a year. Wow. Um, I'll try to look it up and post it on my Instagram and so if people want to read it and stuff. But um, Super interesting. Very interesting, yeah. you know. So it, would you say they got comfy? Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, That's they just got comfy to, and yeah, maybe yeah. got a little dumb, you know, from not being caught, you know, yeah. you know, okay. it just, um, interesting, you know, definitely. And that was at two near two harbors. That, right. At two, yeah. Oh, two okay. harbors in the cove right there. And, yeah. and you know, it, it was phenomenal fishing. Phenomenal. I bet. Okay. Of, here's one. Um, yeah. I don't know how many you guys want to do, but, uh, we, Randy Steele from steel baits. Have you seen that's kind of, cool. Oh yeah. Got, yeah. I see that some of your work. Amazing. That's, that's, that's pretty yeah. cool oh, that he's yeah. doing Amazing. that. And it's a lot of, a lot yeah, of work, dude. but it's rad yeah. what he does. I got some ideas Definitely. to send you too, but yeah, he <laughs> wants, I don't want to get him stolen. Either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Randy wants to know, uh, yeah, yeah. what's your favorite, uh, bait for fish in the wall? Ooh, favorite bait for big fish or just for any fish uh he didn't specify yeah let's do both yeah Yeah, that's fair okay for big fish i don't want to say this (laughs) no uh (laughs) tiki crawl if you want to catch it yeah fish over seven pounds tiki crawl that's like if you could still get that's almost a taxidermied lobster huh dude that's a you know (laughs) and i'll tell you seen some fish coughing out Big lobster, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's yeah. that's what's on the break wall. I mean, you know, yeah. big fish is going to eat something big. And that, that tiki crawl, that's that's a big, big bait fish for me. Like, and, you know. And what if you're taking, like, a newbie, like, that just wants to catch fish? What are you going to put him Oh, on? I'm going to give him a jerk shot all day long. He's going to have <laughs> a ball. 30, yep. 50 fish. He's going to outfish me, but yeah. I'll have the eight, nine pounder by the end of the yeah. night. Gosh, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, dude, that stuff. Yeah. I, the best story I ever had about this far is, does that gulp work? Yeah. Dude. 
Oh, I was I was no. downsizing, 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 lightening it up, lightening it up, and the person that was with me every single cast, and then oh. tearing them up and throwing them on the bottom of, of my boat, and I was hot. This every fish attract, yeah. you can name it. I would just take a piece and like pin it on my lead head wacky rig, just the the body of the goat, throw a it out nub. there, thunk. <laughs> it didn't even matter. It was just yeah, that stuff's pretty hard to be like yeah. literally. Dude, it's, it's, it should almost be illegal for us streaming guys. <laughs> Seriously, because it just there was a little bit of rumbling like when could, we allowed yeah, it. Yeah, at, at one point at the they thought they were going to take because it's literally like cat. You no, don't even have to move it; they'll eat it. It's no, it's power I agree, bait. I agree with you. It's power bait. Yeah. yeah. Want to do one more? How many yeah. do we have right now? Uh, there's four. a handful. Yeah, we've got one, two, three, four. Let's do one more. Do five, and then we'll do again at twelve. Okay. Or twelve, fifteen. No, Jeff Levson doesn't get one. You've got, <laughs> you, got you got too many baits, guy. <laughs> oh, he's trying to really yeah. ask the right question. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, okay. Here you go. This this one's cool. Kevin Peak. Oh, we're gonna reconnect. But he said, um, "Forget the calicos. What's?" The secret for big reds. Woo! <laughs> Kevin yeah. Peak. Everyone wants to Because you fish, like we said, you're very versatile, so you do yeah. a lot of rock fishing. Oh, I do Dude, a lot. I have seen the a pictures lot of rock fishing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, a little boat filled up. Yeah, you know, I, I did a lot. Like, I didn't even touch that. Maybe we don't have time for that. But um, I used to rock cherry banks, all that stuff. I mean, that was some of my first, you know, ocean fishing was deep. You Ganyan know? fishing? Ganyan fishing. Ugh. 15, 20 hook, you know, yeah. sash weights. Right. Nine knot reels, you know. Um and I enjoyed it. Maybe just seeing those big reds and cow cod and yeah, everything yeah. else come up. But, but yeah, it's just I fish. I mean, I'm more comfortable in the bay and stuff like that, Santa Monica. But I just been fishing there like literally all my life. You know, just running Artificials, over jigs, squid combo, everything. You know, yeah. So, so there's no secret. When I take there. my kids, it's it's all bait. But yeah. um, Are there, you, there's you, shallow stuff and there's deep stuff and and just like bass fishing, like. You know that some of these spots are real weird. Like you can come up to them and then, all right, get ready. Don't mess it up and do a good drift here. Like you'll get one drift. And as soon as you pull those fish out, well, they might be bigger reds, like five pounders. Yeah. And then you don't get a second bite. It's hmm. weird. They get hip really they, quick. They huh? get hip like a sand bass. Ah, you know, when I roll this, I'm serious. People think they're real dumb. I mean, <clears throat> they kind of are like deep, you know, yeah. elsewhere. But you know what's funny? Landis Fine told me different. something different when I went uh-huh. fishing with him. And I, you can tell you they do this, eat the jig very well there though he was oh really compared to other places uh-huh. like, you know but he was saying uh-huh. when he pulls up on the hard bottom areas in santa monica bay he, he doesn't like him. to pull on, on him yeah on, on the side off to same the side. yeah same yeah okay yeah. so a stealthy approach a uh, little much? Uh, nah. <laughs> no it's just you know it's like but those sit- are things that i think that people how many people are really going to go convert on that method? You know? Yeah, no, and it's it's all good information. You know, yeah. take it with you, and, and by all means, explore and, your stuff. And you'll you never know? be allowed on this ever again, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's you know we we do the same thing even with sand bass. You know, when we hook when we hook one, we'll just weld it real quick because when I when uh, I when I drop it back, in my mind, I, I don't even I can't tell you if this is really happening. Mm-hmm. But what I think is the way these fish send out like a feeding frenzy signal, you know, in their own, you know, in their feeding. I also think when he gets hooked and I send him back down, like he sends distress. out like a distress. Yeah, this is yeah. what I'm thinking. I, I don't know. Yeah. This is like Avatar, but, dude. But I have <laughs> in, in summer, I, in summer I, I've seen like, you know, like, you know, come over a rock and it's just lit up. I'm like, Oh, hang on. It's going to. And then it's like, why did they just stop biting? I was like, let me try something. Work? Yes, at times. You think not, it does sometimes. Well, that's, a, that's well. a freshwater yeah. technique, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Guys will well fish on the... Yeah. Pull right. the male yeah. out, you yep. know, just to get the female to move up. And yeah. 
Yeah, or it, else just like kill, you're, you're killing the vibe. They they go back all wired, yeah, wired yeah. up and spooked I out. Mean, that's what I think. But I I mean don't <laughs> yeah. I, don't quote Unfortunately, me. we can't have a bass on the podcast. I really ask him that question. <laughs> but, oh, that's cool. You know, so, so big. Oh, there you go. Go ahead. Oh, I was just something I wanted to ask you. I thought for the listeners out there that don't have private boats, aren't tournament Uh guys or whatever, maybe I fished some party boats, not nearly as much as you did when I was younger. Uh Um, As if a kid's going to, or a guy's going to, a gal's going to walk onto a a sport boat and fish bass, whether it's sand bass or calculus. What are some tips that you might give them, whether it's at the island or maybe some of the hard bottom spots to maybe just kind of increase, not just their success, but the fun. Yeah. uh, Just the mm -hmm. fun of it. I definitely mix it up and buy some baits. Like get a weed list, get a a hard bait. Yeah. Hard bait for sure. But I would definitely do single hooks on the hard bait because the deckhands are going to be upset at you with treble hooks. Gotcha. Dangerous. But what uh, kind of single hooks you like to use? I like the owner replacement hooks, you know, um, those things are, they're it's, actually it's so wired. They're replacement single hooks. Yeah. And are they called? Are they a certain number? They're no, just, they're just replacement okay. hooks. They're called replacement hooks. Do they come in different sizes, or they do. Okay. They do come in big okay. size. I mean, the guys fishing the flat folds are adding those mm-hmm. as well. Wow. You know, um, I use them on like quite a few hard baits, even some small hard baits. Wow. Uh, I learned my lesson a few months ago. Like I was at Catalina, I was like, I pulled out one of my smaller hard baits. And we're catching everything, like literally, because like, there's yeah. bait balls like pushing in. So you don't know if you're going to hook a bonita, a bass, a barracuda. Mm-hmm. I hooked a yellow, and then I bent the hooks. Had I had my little replacement hooks, I don't bend that hook. Wow. You know, I would have so landed. They're stout. Yeah, they're very stout. Yeah. It's it's wow. 30% stronger than like, you know, carbon steel owner hooks. Yeah. Like, so it's it's not going to oh. bend on you. It's your, and, and they, they're itty bitty, you know, for smaller baits too, you know. So mm. why not beef up your tackle? You know, it's, I, I, I don't know why. Like I said, that was a dumb move on my part because I should know better. Like I've already lost <clears throat> a lot of big fish. I, I can't stress terminal tackle like your split rings your hooks and you know beef up your stuff you know you grab a crankbait that has a bronze hooks i mean come on man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're doing right now yeah. right He's like, oh you know i mean fishermen are lazy like that's why like even now like i've you know i'm off right you know no tournaments or nothing i'm not like just sitting back waiting i'm going through all my tackle right, cool you know it's you know Breaking and, out the beers, watching TV. Yeah, you know, like, just put them inside. Yeah, yeah. I had my A rigs the other day, just all rigged out. You know, because they're a pain. You know, plus oh, there's yeah. thirty something bucks in each one of them. <laughs> you know, and you know my hard baits. You know, I got a label maker, which was Jesus that's went a little smart. above yeah. and beyond. But yeah, oh no, that's <laughs> yeah, makes you know it so much like when you get a, yeah. a last minute call to go fishing. Yeah, you just go stuff. get milk crates full of yeah. tackle and. Call, I remember um, me and my buddy Gavin when we get on the uh-huh. boat and we get up to the bow and, on the on the Nautilus right and. We would, as the guy was dropping the hook, and say, hey, mm-hmm. is it cool if we bomb a cast? And we'd kind of throw up to where the, you know, not, not in the way, but kind of out and up. Because once mm-hmm. they scoped out and pulled back, you kind of couldn't reach that right. spot. I mean, do you have any tips of like little things you like that are within the code of being cool on a boat and not pissing the deck? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's not face it. I mean, just face it when... I mean, when the party boats chum, like it makes it a lot easier, right? You yeah. don't, you'll never have the chum and power these guys have, but yeah. definitely don't get in their stern. They're, I mean, that's just, and like I grew up Pedro days. Sorry, Pedro, but it's a true story. <laughs> the, I mean, these guys were known throwing sinkers at you and stuff back in the day, you know, yeah. like it, it was crazy in Pedro before. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was tough, you know? Damn. So we knew better. Like you just don't get close to a sport yeah. boat. But thank God, like, I fished so much that I made some cool friends. Like, ah, just come off my bow, whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know. It's, no, I was thinking more or, of, like, as a passenger. Oh, as a passenger? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, just kind of do. Two. Yeah. yeah. Well, good, good casting baits. Good like yeah. stuff on anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's. Like to try if, to increase if, your odds is If you're going to increase your odds, I would definitely like, okay, before they set up, be the first one off the bow or, you know, or off the stern and right. fire out a bait. Get a little yeah, wham right. in the back or a little, you know, paddle tail bait in the back. Right. And then as soon as the bait starts, you know, as soon as you start chumming stuff, go up to the bow, get a little hard bait, you know, because yeah. I guarantee you nobody's going to be throwing a hard bait off the bow right now. You yeah, know, right. like in the summer months and stuff like right. that. Right. Yep. You'll catch bass, you'll catch barracuda, bonita, whatever's swimming around, you yeah. know. Mix it up. I've seen that uh, videos of that Ryan Block. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dude's a stud, but yeah. you know, throwing a triple trout, yeah. a, a chartreuse one, and just yeah. ripping it and hanging yellows on that. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, just mix it up. You know, just yeah. have fun. You know, you're just fishing anyway. You know, throw, cool. throw topwater. Who's throwing fishing, a, a, yeah. a smaller a popper? popper. Yeah. yeah. You know, they cast like a bullet. They and, cast really yeah, far. Yeah. You know, you're up in the wind away from everybody. If I could stress anything, like single replacement because the trebles are going to, like, freak people Make out. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, I would do that. And then, I mean, the way I used to fish sport boats, three quarter day, half day, a lot of lead head, lead head and squid and, you know, cover yeah. the water column. And you sure that. learn a lot about the bite that way. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that, that kind of fishing was pretty tough for, even now, a lot of people, um, it, it's just, it's weird. If you've ever done it, just, we used to do it in the winter months, like lead head and squid. And, uh, you just, it's nothing. I mean, you're fishing 40 pound test, uh-huh. you know, stouty rod, eight foot. I used to fish a true line before, T uh, eight. And, you know, you just pitch it in there. You don't really move it much, but you want to feel the structure. If you're not feeling the structure, you're not in, you know, and then you just feel like a ping, and then you just wind them on. And it's, it's, it, that was probably some of my, the, the best way to catch my bass back then. Yeah, like that that's was cool. just awesome. Yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, and a you lot break of people quite want, a few off. Too, oh, doing and, that. and you know, and I'm not saying that there were giants. I mean, a four pounder in the structure feels like an eight, nine pounder. Oh, it's bet, really man. hard to get them out. Like yeah. it's hard to get them out. And back then, you know, with just straight mono, you straight had, mono, yeah, you're stretch. just no braid then, yeah, right? no braid. Yeah. That was just it was straight mono back then, just forty pound and yeah. a lead head ounce, ounce and a half, two ounce. I know the Long Beach guys got hip to it like the last ten years, but. You know, they, and they do good. They use a lot of the banana style mm-hmm. heads, which is fine. You know, yeah. it all works. Damn. Tell us a story. I, yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell us a tell story. Tell us a story about boating. <sighs> boating. Let's Ooh. hear your rookie. Well, okay. Not uh, a rookie move, but let's hear about. This was a, this. Okay. So check this out. I, I've already owned like four boats. All right. And uh, I, I was with Shay, Shay McAtee, you know, still mm-hmm. gone fishing. He's like, Hey, uh. Let's go fish in San Diego, da-da-da. Call your buddy Caesar. Let's go. All right. I didn't know he was going to bring his little camera thing. It was nothing. You know, we yeah. weren't even really films. Like, bring a little camera just in yeah. case there's time. Whatever. Cool. And I'm like, all right, we get there, you know, this and that. And it's like, uh, you know, Caesar goes, ah, you know, we're in Shelter Island. You know, it's narrow. And I'm like, man, let's just get in the water quick because there's so many boats here. Everybody's going, you know, that way, tuna fishing this. Yeah. Dude, so what do I do? It's like, oh, I've never tried this, but let me unhook the bow of it, you know? And dumb me had these little easy glides on the on the bunks. Oh, oh what oh, happens? Oh. Boat comes straight out of the trailer and lands on the asphalt. And I'm like looking around and everybody just turns around and just looks. <laughs> but nobody's helping either. They're just looking. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Oh, uh, but he goes, what the hell? And then he's like, 
all right, I got an idea. So what does he do? He uses the trailer and just starts backing it up until it like gets in the water. And I'm like, this boat's destroyed, right? Put it back on the trailers. Like I just had a couple scrapes on the gel coat. Good wow. to go. This is, that was my story. Really? Same exact thing happened to me. Easy. I had yeah. an invader before this. Yeah. So Same Shay thing. has, Shay has it on video. I told him, goes, <laughs> can I, can I please put it up? I go, no shade. He's holding, oh, you have to put so, it up. He's holding your ransom. Yeah. Man. Maybe around Fred Hall, like, uh, uh put it up Dude, cool. just yeah it's good for people to see yeah dumb stuff you know, i did the same exact you know? thing same exact thing because my uncle had i mm-hmm. talk about his boat right. he's like oh yeah i just let it open you know and then back up and it kind of floats off I said okay let's try that so i i the um the winch was mm-hmm. unclicked yeah so oh. my buddy backed it up hit the brakes the rollers it just went yeah yeah dude it's it i i look like Oh man! Oh yeah! No, and I did the whole plug thing and all that yeah. stuff, and you know I've, just, I've done all that stuff. What you know, about hurry up. your boat accident? Woo! Yeah, that was uh, that was a gnarly one. That was a gnarly one. That that definitely took a few years out of my life in the sense that I, I just I lost my my sea legs. I just yeah, you know what I mean. Like just you know life flashes in front of you. I mean. It was it was a pretty horrible that was at ordeal. The, that tournament at Catalina, he was at yeah. San Clemente Island. Yeah, we were at San Clemente Island, and mm-hmm. uh, water was fi- it was January, fifty degrees. Remember that clearly, because you know I'm you know, watching the temperature. That's Dude, our whole thing. Bet. Yeah, it was it was pretty gnarly. You know, we started off at Seal Rock. I was fishing with Larry Passad, and you know, Larry and I uh, just fished like um, like spotted bay bass stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, hey man, uh, do you want to fish? You'll see. I'm like, that would be cool. Larry's a great fisherman, you know, mm-hmm. you know, surfer, the whole, you know what I mean? These guys are like Boy Scouts, you know, just, yeah. you know, just buff looking, just, you know, just like an animal, you know, he's an animal, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, I'm like, dude, that would be cool, you know? And um, so, you know, I talked to my partner at the time. He's like, yeah, well, whatever, go ahead. You know, he's a little hurt. I'm not going to lie, but. You know, it's like that would be a cool opportunity, you know, to just it was just one event. It's a yeah. fun event anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've already I have done it before. Uh-huh. So it was just cool to everybody's hanging out and it's plus it's two days to go fishing. You know, <laughs> that's the best excuse, right? <laughs> it's, a have a good time. it's like a mini vacation for yeah, me, you know, because I, I really didn't get out too much. So anyway, so we're, you know, Seal Rock. Um, I had just been there a few weeks ago. I was like, dude, I have this bait that I poured. It was ugly, but. So, like, I, I go, if we can get in somewhat close, I go, it's heavy. So, like, I, I call it the dead stick because, mm-hmm. like, literally, it was just, it was an ugly bait. It was just heavy, and it just had a thin tail. But you fire it in, and you just let the wave take it with you, and literally just let it sink, take a couple cranks, hold it, and then the fish were just yanking it. And we were catching, like, fours, fives, and sixes oh, that nice. way, you know, just... Yeah. Basically, let the wave take it, free spool it, let it go away as far as it yeah. can, huh. and then just take a couple cranks and then just pause it. And every pause, long pause too, yeah. they would just, I mean, that skinny tail would just wiggle. And um, I mean, they, on its own, you know, with the yeah. surge and everything. Yeah. So, Todd that, Maris, don't be texting me. I'm trying to do this. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was my little kind of technique. And, you know, just tell me the colors you want. They're ugly colors, but. It doesn't matter. They it's almost like live bait fishing. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. live bait. Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing, like live bait fishing. Yeah. And, it, and it worked, yeah. you know? So, I mean, we probably fished 30 minutes, and I think we had like 18, 19 pounds. Like, wow. Like that, quick. Oh, great. And, you know, and I'm like, it's game on. I, yeah. We just need like a good one to get us in the 23, 24, 25. We'll be, we're, we're good, you know? Mm-hmm. Save some for tomorrow, da, da, da. Well, one of those, you know, like the tides dropping, tides dropping. We had been sitting there for 30 minutes. 
Well, as the tide drops, you know, there's less water now, right? So now it's breaking a little bit further out. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I've been there before. I've, I'm yeah. trained. I'm like, I, I keep turning over my shoulders. Turning, I go, dude, head on the swivel at all times. You know, yeah. two, you know, four eyes is better than two. So he's like, dude, dude, I got it. I got it. You know, he's behind the wheel. I got it. I got it. I'm like, okay, just it's second nature <laughs> just to like, you know, no, you, sure. You, dude. It's Northwest yeah. Harbor. I don't know if you've been there. It's, you know, it's gnarly. Yeah. It's yeah. You know, that's what you hear. Like yeah. we would get there in the dark and that's all you hear is like waves. Boom. It's real. It's a real eerie you know, like yeah, yeah. sound, you yeah. know, that that makes there. It'll hold a 30 foot swell that's surfable in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, we, get, you know, got complacent, got caught, like sit in the same area, you know, uh-huh. all I hear was with threats to our nation waiting around every corner. Adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hang on. And I was like, I grabbed the bow rail and I looked at my, you know, I looked over my shoulder and I was like, Oh my God, there's already a barrel coming at us. Like, it already. Did you have a life vest on? Yeah. Yeah, I can't swim. I'm Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, but I could doggy paddle like them. (laughs) 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 You know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, oh my God. So, you know, he's like, hang on. So, like, he guns it. Like, you. You can't even punch in it at that point because yeah. you're like way in. It. Like it's coming. It's not even here yet. It's coming, yeah. but it's it's already barreled over, you know. And I'm no surfer, but I know that's not good. <laughs> yeah. So I like hang on, and he's just like trying to outrun it to like hop it, and it just like took the bow. And I did like Titanic, like just bowed in, and I'm still holding on. Oh. So it was like I was flying underwater, kind of a deal. <laughs> like felt like. I don't know. Maybe it was only a foot, but I felt like I was like 10 feet deep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I hit the water and I'm like, all right, like split second. I'm, oh my God, like the movies, it's going to land on my head. Right. So I'm like doing this, but I'm like, I'm underwater, you know, like I have my hands over my head. I'm like, I'm underwater. What? And I was like, like literally I'm underwater, you know, you know, my life did flash in front of me. That is a true story about, you know, when you almost lose your life, it did flash. You know, I thought about my daughter's like, man, this is going to suck. So I touched my chest. I was like, oh, man, I'm still alive. So I had one of those pull-up, you know, Mustang life jackets, you know, that, you know, the tournament directors make us, thank God, you know, because, you know, you you start going there too much, you get complacent. Like, I'm not going to wear that, you know, I'm too cool. But thank God I had it. And, you know, I hit the little... You know, clip, and I did like the rocketeer shot up. You know, like a, you know, <laughs> oh, at least that's what it felt like. Right. You know, <laughs> you know oh, I just shot up out of the water, and I was like, oh, you know, like I'm coming. And and I look at the shore. I'm like, oh my god, we're like a hundred, hundred fifty feet away oh, from the shore, fuck. outgoing tide. Yeah. So, if you doggy paddle because I can't swim. Yeah. Like 
15 feet, you know, it just pushes you right back out. And we're seeing all the stuff that flip with the boat uh, start pushing outwards towards mm-hmm. open ocean. So I'm like, holy crap, you know, this is going to suck. And uh, so meanwhile, you know, and, and Larry's there. He's like, oh, I, I hear him yelling. That's how he knows underwater. I can hear him yelling, mm-hmm. but I'm underwater. I can't say, you know, bloop, bloop, bloop. I'm still yeah. alive, you know, <laughs> you know, but I can see him yelling. You know, he's scared. And he's he looks, a strong swimmer, though, right? Oh, he, like yeah. I said, he's that's he's, good. Like, he's um, a rig. He's yeah. he's he's dude, like uh, a guy's an animal. Like I said, yeah. he's and um, so he's like, dude, dude, he's like, you know, he called me down. I was like, dude, I was just like, dude, we almost died. I'm like thinking like. I'm not even thinking how we're going to get to shore. You know, I'm thinking, damn, we're alive. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, you know, he processed it all. He's like, dude, I I got boots on. Should I kick them off? He goes, no, you're going to need them on the beach because you don't want to get all torn up and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, you're scaring me. Right. You know, he's like, dude, take your, because I'm trying to like doggy paddle my way to shore as quick as I can. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to need it on the surf. I'm looking at the waves on the surf. I'm like. Holy crap. They're huge. I don't I don't even know the size, but they're not yeah, small. They're yeah, big. Yeah. So you got to so, go through all that rock and Yeah, gravel. rock and boulders and you know, that's where the military trains, right? That's, you know, that's where they train. So they made that area Northwest Harbor that way for a reason. You know, yeah. they put like big old rocks like size of watermelons that are like river rocks like all mm-hmm. loose so when you're stepping they just you know. Yeah. But uh anyway, mm. so we're in the water and it probably took us about 45 minutes to get on shore. Jeez. Oh. And it, it was tough, you know. Um, this was the hardest part of it all. Um, so Larry gets close to me. He's like, dude, dude, they just, you know, get together and we'll, you know, we'll just ease in slowly because I know you can't swim with the hell. And, you know, <laughs> and then he finds this little Tupperware, you know, from, from what his wife packed him for lunch. Yes, I found a cover, Tupperware cover. I'm like, Larry, really? <laughs> he's like, no, dude, look. And he's like one-handed. He's like, he grabs you by the back, and he's just like, you know, doing this, you know. Wow. Rolling your boat, you know, with his so arms. He's, using you know, it as a he's paddle. an animal, yeah. He's, he's an animal. That's what he's saying. Amazing. So he's doing that, and, you know, like, dude, even you're going to get tired. Just, I'll just ease my way in, you know. I got, yeah. I got my life jacket, yeah. you know. Yeah. We'll just ease in. And then, well, as soon as we got close, it's like, you know, there's no Game helping on, or nothing. Yeah. So Do or don't. So, like, as I got close... The, that first one just picked me up, launched me up in the air, rolled me. I drank a lot of water, came back up. And it was like seconds later, that next one was right in front of me. After the Shit. third one, I, I just told myself, I think I'm just going to pull this life jacket out. I can't take this. I was like, I was pretty much dying. Fuck, man. So then one of them, like the fourth one, I believe, just grabbed me, tossed me, and I landed really close to the sand. Close. And I was like, oh, my God, but I was so heavy. I couldn't even crawl. I couldn't move. You know, like when you get in the beach, you know, you, you know that tide's pushing back and it's just sucking you. You can't yeah. move. Well, I did that. And I was like, no, you can't do it. I can't do one more. Like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. And then that next one came and just slapped me and threw me up on the. Wow. Thank God, dude. Yeah, and then I just kind of looked out briefly at the ocean for a few minutes. And I was like, holy crap. And then I'm just like, all right, it's 50. Water's 50. Surface water yeah. temp, 50 degrees, you know. Hypothermia. I'm not thinking about that. I'm like, so Larry, the boy scout, he is, is like, let me come back. I'll be back. And he starts running up there because there's like this, you know, where the military trains. They have this building there. Da, da, da. Let me see if I can find somebody. Or yeah. He comes back, gets some wood and everything. Got some dried up kelp. And he makes this like scarecrow teepee. Somebody will find us, you know. 
Luckily, the flare kit washed up to shore, but everything else went that way out to open ocean. It's crazy. So, Whoa. so we lit we lit the um, the old kelp. You know, made a big old fire. Oh, somebody's gonna see us. Well, January, everybody's gone. Like, there's like three people on the island, and the fishermen know when you start seeing smoke or this or that, dude. Do not go around Northwest Harbor. Like, they're training. They're gonna, you know, yeah, they kick yeah, you out. Yeah, yeah. So we were. You know, there we'd see a few boats and we're doing the YMCA like, hey, hey, you know, like this. <laughs> and people, you know, like later on, yeah. you saw you know, the, the competitors. competitors were telling me like, dude, we thought you were telling us to get out of here. Like, go that way. Go that way. We're like, dude, we're like doing this. They you thought know? you were the military. Yeah, I thought we were the military kicking oh, them out. Fuck. So we're like, wow. So seven, eight hours later, six hours, seven. I don't know. It was a long day. Almost the end of the day. We're like, oh, we might have to spend the night here. I'm like, yeah. dude, dude, we're going to die. It's so cold. Yeah. Like, we're going to die. But luckily, like I said, we had the fire going, so we kind of somewhat warmed up. Yeah. You know, and he's like, hey, grab that bag, uh, pick up whatever waters, whatever, you know, just whatever we can, you know, use for later on. Like, we might have to spend the night. You know, that's one thing that he was really knowledgeable about. Like, you know, because I would have just kept walking, like, doo doo doo. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so. Your daughter says hi, by the way. Oh, hi. (laughs) And, um, but yeah, that was, that was, uh, and then, oh, so, like, now we're like, hey, we just can't stay here. Nobody's going to get us. Yeah. I'm going to go down. Okay, it's almost the end of the day. You know, we kind of knew people's kind of pattern. Like, they're going to try to probably go around Seal Rock again, like Northwest Harbor, try to finish their day there, maybe connect with the bass. I'm going to walk up to the point. Hopefully, they'll see me there. Yeah. You go up towards that um that little road and see if you can find somebody. I'm like, okay. So, we split up and... uh Oh, but like as we're walking, I'm like, dude, what, what is this, Larry? Like, you know, there's like little pine needle thingies everywhere. There's because that's where they train. You know, they, you know, they have the dummy like, like you know, like, <laughs> like I don't want to step in a mine. Bro. No, well, they have dummy mines there. And later on, they told me he's like, dude, you know, like we have people like you know hurt themselves pretty bad, even though they're dummy mines. Like, yeah, we've seen the trip wire and all that stuff. You know, wow. that's yeah, that's cool. what they do. So and we're walking through stuff all, that hasn't been all exploded. That oh, there's a lot, yeah, because they're just dummy Scary, ones, you know, dude. So, yeah, we walked through all that, you know, like that terrain. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this sucks. We're going to (laughs) die. We're just going to die. It's not ending. So, like, I'm walking, I'm walking. I'm like, man, we're going to have to go back and sleep in that place. And hopefully Mm -hmm. these guys will come get us the next day. So we start walking. I see a truck. I got a distance. I'm like, please come down. Please come down. Sure enough, he came down. And, you know, I got my bag, my black bag with water and stuff, you know, and a few things I found. Mm Mm-hmm. And they come down. It was a gentleman and a and a lady, and you know, they lower the window, little little crack, little two inches, and she's like, "Can we help you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I just flipped with my buddy." Da da. You know, I'm excited, and she's like, "Hey, he speaks English." I'm like, "What?" So they call their military police. They come down. He's like, "Hey, sorry, I got to handcuff you." Wait, wait, what, what, what's Jeez. going on? Oh, they they thought, thought I was a young Mexican oh. drug runner. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what the black bag? Because oh. <laughs> they do wash up there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So now you've just almost died. Now you're under arrest. Yeah. Now I'm under arrest. You know, hey, you know, you know, no, no civilians are allowed here. To, you know, I didn't do it on purpose. We flipped. Washed up on a boat, bro. Yeah. God. So after that, um, yeah, you know, um, they took care of us real good. Hey, do you want to go to our. Uh, you know, they, they have an underground bowling alley there, too, by the way. Dude. That's real cool. Yeah. You know, they got a cool bar. <laughs> nice. You know, so you they're like, hey. Beers? Yeah, yeah, anything. But everywhere you go, even the restroom, 
somebody's going to go with you. That's cool. You're not allowed, yeah. you know, which oh. is fine. Like, yeah. hey, you know, I wasn't a military person, but okay, cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's, they opened the store for us. Can I get a couple of shirts that I survived San Clemente, but it was more so for the military. Not, <laughs> right. But I bought Larry a shirt too. Like you're, you know, and, um, God. still have the shirt. Should have wore it today. Uh, but, rem- but that was my ordeal. And so you were, were you, a, um, I was back at Catalina. I had gone to Clemente that day, but to yeah. get back in time for way. And I had left. Oh, can I say one more quick thing? Which yeah, is pretty dumb. This is when you leave your, emergency information don't leave your other number your own number because they were trying to call me on my number my emergency number was was underwater you know like i should have put down you know sister aunt uncle something Mm. you know so and then uh, i remember shannon goes he's like hey uh, next time you're gonna flip or something can you put somebody else's number other than yourself (laughs) (laughs) you know and what did you what was your side of it so you got back we came back to the island uh, to catalina from there and we all waiting. Yeah. Well, where's Bobby? You know, where's Larry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, mechanical breakdowns aren't uncommon. Yeah. But an hour goes by, two hours goes by. Then it's at some point we had talked to the harbor master. Hey, we're we're missing a, a competitor, a team. You know, mm-hmm. two guys. And then it kind of got more serious and more serious because they're checking in. And then yeah. they call the coast guard and find out has anybody you know called for vessel you know towboat U.S. or you know a mayday distress call and nothing. And then somehow. Military there, the Navy contacted the Coast Guard, which in turn contacted two harbors. And then I don't know how you guys got back to... Uh, uh, the sheriffs picked us up. So they sent a sheriff boat They sent over. a sheriff boat. They were Santa Barbara. They picked us up. Really cool. Brought us back. And then uh, we hitched a ride on the Everglade boat. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It was a little spooky for us, you know, because it's like the, the, when you hear there's an accident, you know, oh, yeah, they, they had an accident. Their boat's on the beach. And it's like... Still, on, it's still okay. on the beach. You, you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. They said they were going to, like, oh, no, no, it's cool. We're just going to blow it up for practice or something, but it's yeah. still there. That was Larry's boat? Yeah, that was Larry's boat. You yeah. had insurance and stuff on it? Or was it kind of like... I don't know what happened there. You know, like, I, I know, like, something happened where, like, he got it and just, I don't know, something missed a payment or whatever. Salvage so stuff oh, is salvage always stuff, a pain. Yeah, in the salvage butt. stuff is just. Yeah, it's something. The legality issue, if you do it on the shoreline, it is crazy. You do not want to flip a boat ever, <laughs> but on, yeah. on the beach here, because yeah. you're going to be... Can't like, stress that enough. Can't like stress I, that. My, I, I told <laughs> yeah. my story. of It was yeah, 30, 3600 yeah. bucks yeah. to tow it from Point Furman to Cabrillo. 3600 yeah. bucks. Yeah. You talk about a tow bill. Yeah. Jeez. Dude. And your wallet's on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And also, and they'll impound it right there. So yeah, right like, there. Salvage listeners guys out right there, there, please be safe and yeah. smart because if yeah. not, even if you don't be a reckless person, it's yeah. still going to cost you a no, gang. Yeah, of definitely no fish is worth your life. No. But um, nevertheless, like if you do what I do, if you're a calico bass fisherman. Let's face it, you're gonna you're that's where they live. That's where you're at. You know, it's it took a while you to get my sea legs again. You know, I'd go out with friends. I'm like, did you see that one? Did you see that one? It's like. Are you serious? Like, stop. <laughs> oh, they were you know, playing yeah. with oh, 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 no, oh. I was ruined. How, how long did you not Did you not go out for? No, I did it. You know, I did it. It's just, I didn't No, do I mean, it. like, how did you take a break? Like, I didn't fish no. for a while. No, I didn't. But, like, it, I knew it. It sits it, with it you. It just threw me off. Like, a year and a half, two years. Like, and, um, yeah. yeah Jack Soul's story is, you know, he lost his buddy that was dude. with him. And they... That was at oh. Santa Barbara. That yeah. let somebody else tell that one, but he lost yeah. his best friend. That's horrible. Man. Yeah, spend the night on the rocks, you know, until the yeah. helicopter came, got him the next day. And a so. lot of us all have. I mean, they compete. 
have had the close calls. I mean, you know what I mean? They know it. They know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it happens and so it happens fast. So, you, know, you can't recover. You know, you'll spear yeah, a wave no. or whatever. It's yeah. just, you know, like, oh, thank God, you know, but, you know, eventually, you know, like things the, just happen. I like the front side of Catalina now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> the front of Clemente, you know, right, right. minus Northwest. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but. Well, that's a good story. I mean, yeah. thanks for sharing that. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry so long, but. No, no. no I, it's, dude, I'm, that was a great, that's a super. It's important. There's now with the popularity important. of the exactly. fishing. Yeah, true. It, you know, you know there's this... younger guys that want to do it. Just, just life jacket. You know what I mean? Fish so on that's the what check, I even I check go the with Jeff, and I'm like, yeah, check check my life jacket right there. He's like, I wear it all the time. I'm like, yeah, yeah. get one, dude. Like yeah. even the pull ones, like you yeah. said, like are. We have a little, light, we have a little throw bag too, a little floating know? one with some embarrassing, you know, flares this that, yeah, you know, yeah, just man. you know, it's a little radio. I think yeah. fishing, uh, you know, trolling motors are great. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you got a 200 pound thrust trolling motor, that kelp will stop it. Oh yeah. You know, and, and you have to maintain that damn trolling motor yeah. in that kelp. Yeah. So I do is, I don't know yeah. about you, but I tilt the motor up quite a ways. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you're still yeah. getting coolant mm-hmm. and I fish off the main engine quite a bit because yeah. 115 horsepower is a lot more powerful than oh, yeah. 36 volts of electricity, <laughs> you know, and if you need to, I don't put myself anywhere near harm's way anymore, mm-hmm. but it's just nice to be on that main. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you can also cover a lot more water. Now, let's face it. You put a trolley motor down. It's like, watch out. I yeah. got to get the trolley motor. Like, you know, yeah. your partner, yeah, whatever. Somebody's got to like the new, the new one I have. You, it doesn't have like a rope or anything. You got to put the oh, thing down, yeah. hold up. It's like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. It takes forever to get that thing. Yeah. They're awesome, but they have their place. Yeah. They, they were yeah. Up, they you know. do have their place, but definitely like I, like he says, I, I fish a lot on the motor now these days. It's just yeah. easier to just zoom out and yeah. I fish behind the wheel. Like yeah. I always have it. Like I said, it's just, well, when I'm not driving, you know? Yeah. And four strokes are so quiet too. Everybody's running those. It's like yeah. the sound yeah. issue isn't really like it used to be. Let's uh, try to do another set of questions. See if anyone. All has right. Any. Anybody have some questions? I see uh, no more flipping questions. Though. <laughs> <laughs> you guys good? You want another beverage? Uh, I'm, I'm good right now. I'm good. No questions yet. No, no. Nobody yet. wants free goodies. <laughs> let me see if there was any. Uh, I, know. I made sure let, I picked let, the let really good back. stuff. You know, like let me scroll back. Fisherman's Hardware was listening. So Johnny Rockets, thanks for the shout out there. Um, Brayton Mitchell. He says, uh, what was your first fishing setup? Your very first. Very first you one. Can imagine. Zepco with that egg looking, you know. <laughs> I think I got it at Thrifty back then. Nice. Like, which was now Rite Aid. But they, Thrifty, Thrifty used to have. First, yeah, they used Yeah. <laughs> they used to have like this little aisle with like, you know, basic fishing stuff. Bombers, yeah. hooks, you know. And uh, yeah, I remember it was a Zepco, the little round little Zepco white little rod. Push buttons. Five, yeah. Five footer, that was it. You ever fish those for spotties? No, but that'd can, be cool. You it's can skip big... under a dock, yeah. no backlash. Yeah, that's true. It's really cool. Yeah, like yeah. a Zebco. Yeah, just a little push button Zebco oh. with like. And a they make a real. You see the video I put up with my kid? He, my middle mm. one. He yeah. has. I, I bought him a Zebco, like a nicer one. Yeah. yeah. And he caught. We were using the hookup baits, and he caught freaking. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Cool man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cast it on his own. Real. Those are perfect for yeah. kids. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. they're fun. Yeah, give him a little spinner bait, like a short spinner bait rod. Mm-hmm. So. Nice, nice. Well, what else is up, Bobby? What's what's any trips planned? Um, what do I got planned? I think next year I'm gonna go to Gonzaga if all plays well. You know, take your boat. Mine or Garrett's. Nice. You know, I don't mind taking mine yeah. either way. What's your boat? What do you run? Eighteen foot Boston Whaler Outrage. Yeah. It's considered a 19 if it's a year older. I'm an oh. 89, the 90. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that half a foot. Yeah. Right. I remember when you got yeah. that. You, yeah, you still yeah. happy with it? Yeah, thanks to you. Like he said, you, I remember his words. Like, actually, 
it was funny because I called him or he mm-hmm. called me whatever and was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm going to go buy a champion. He goes, dude, don't do it. I'm like, <laughs> I've been searching for eight or ten months. I'm going to buy a boat. Yeah. I cannot not have a boat. Uh-huh. Don't do it, dude. I, give me a little bit. Let me. And, he, you know, he helped me find a boat. And he's like, look, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't do one thing right, but it could do a lot of things. So, uh-huh. I'm like, since I fish like a lot of other stuff, I don't just bass fish. You know, yeah. I'll go rock fishing. I'll go, like we talked about earlier, I'll fish striped bass and, mm-hmm. you know, 200 feet of water, cast steak or 300 or whatever. Nice. You know, I do weird yeah. stuff, you know, like <laughs> that most people don't do, you know. Yeah. That's why, look, he brought my rod holders from the rail I gave him, you know. <laughs> you because know, I used to like rod holder, you know, bait. Yeah, you know, I yeah. do all kinds of stuff. So that boat just allowed me to do like a little bit of everything, really, you know. Yeah. It's a small boat, but... You know, it's good range, good range, um, single, single, uh, 150 Mm -hmm. Yamaha, four stroke, four stroke, you know, it's got a big gas tank. So, Mm -hmm. you know, um, really dry ride, really dry ride. That's 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 what's cause I've had a lot of boats and I'm like, I always got wet sprayed. You know, we had to spend the big money for, uh, you know, foul weather gear. This boat surprisingly, if you're getting wet, you probably shouldn't be on the water. Like it's <laughs> like it's really dry. I mean, you, yeah. you'll get a little bit going in the trough, you know, where it splashes and comes back up on you. But that thing is a tank. I mean, the only thing better than eighteen is a twenty or twenty-two. You know, <laughs> like I, if I could, if I could fit it, I would definitely get a twenty-two because those things are amazing. Yeah, amazing a lot of good boat. boats out there. But amazing like, boat. There's you no know? such thing as a perfect one. But no, no, yeah. yeah. And I kind of tweaked it a little bit to like you know what i wanted it for and now it just i'm really really happy with the boat you know um, a lot of people that go just fun fishing they're like wow they're, they're they just get on it's like we're gonna get soaked and they're, they're amazed yeah. like hey we're gonna go to santa barbara island they're looking at me you're crazy <laughs> and they're just like wow you know Smooth, they're, they're yeah. mesmerized you know it's, yeah. it, it really is that cool of a boat you know yeah. um, for the size you know I don't think there's one in no. that caliber for, for 18 that size. Footer. That's the key. There's, yeah. you know, there's, there's bigger that are more stable and yeah. faster and, you know, all yeah. that and have more storage. They don't have anything for storage in them. Yeah. But yeah. There's overall, no, they're, they're good. Yeah. yeah. I, and I live in a narrow block, you know, up in a hill. It's just, it's hard. Like, they don't even know oh. how I get that boat in there. You know, they're Dude, like, what? I, I hear you right here. You know, busy street and back so and that. I usually put that in the garage. Oh, oh, I really? usually back it up, but yeah. I've been fishing so much I just cover it. Yeah, that's because cool. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna go on Tuesday again with Jeff. It's like yeah. So see that that's yeah. why this really made sense and worked for me. You know, and definitely. I mean, it's it's just perfect tool for what I. And do. how long have you had that? For? Five years now, really? four or five years. Yeah, I, yeah. I was I was fortunate at the beginning of um, when we started you know fishing and doing the yeah. He knows more about this stuff than I do. Like because he, he used to like. You know, like those Western outdoor news stuff, and you and there's the certain whole, guys that uh, were like on on. Or they did a thing on Bloody Decks, right? Oh, the, for my little boat, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But what I was gonna say is, uh, one of the benefits of, of doing these things is I got to ride on a lot of people's boats, exactly. And, and the things I liked about some, and things I didn't like about others, and that was really beneficial. So. If there's anybody out there that's looking to get a boat, definitely don't hesitate to yeah. rock, ask somebody. Hey, yeah, man, yeah, definitely. Can I go on your and boat? And you don't have to break the bank, you know. Like no. these, these, I mean, even my partner, like he's about to drop some serious money on a 25 footer. <laughs> so you can only imagine, <laughs> Oof, you know, yeah. it's big money. And you got to think about, I need to buy a sixty, eighty thousand dollar truck to match it. Right, you know, so yeah, you, there's a lot of you, pluses you don't have and to do that. You know, like it's it's um 
you know, if you don't have it or, you know, if you just don't want to do it. I mean, it's just, so like, you know. When you get by these, you're buying them used off some. Yeah. yeah. And then you're put repowering usually. Or sometimes you they have, have to, Sometimes they the just engine, have it, you know. Nice. Like yeah. I said, it took me a while, six Did or eight you months. Find the engine with it? He found it for me. He's like, dude, here it is. Here it is. Go now. <laughs> I'm like, that. go now. And I'm like, okay. I literally walked across the street because I was working. I was like, I got to go. Yeah. Went, got money from the bank and charged straight to Dana Point. Didn't even test it. Wow. Here you go. I got to get back. <laughs> and I was like, I hope he likes it. <laughs> yeah. Because like I was how trying many to... hours did it have on it? Oh, it had like nothing. It had like a hundred and something hours. It was, like, really? it was barely broken in. So I was like, yeah. this is a no brainer. No yeah. bottom paint, which I know wasn't sitting in the water, which is huge for whalers. Yeah. You know, he knew more. He knew a lot. Eric knew a lot about that stuff. And he's like, don't get one with bottom paint. Don't get this. Don't... And, uh, you know, he knew the person previously who put it together. So he did it right. Like, the right company, like just things were simple, but right for, yeah. you know, what I wanted to do. And there's, like I said, again, there's, there's no perfect boat out there. You know, yeah. aluminum yeah. boats are killer. Yeah. I, there's sometimes I miss my, my 15 Gregor. Just, it's nice yeah. to be able to just rinse it off and, and you know, you don't have to put fenders out when you come to the dock. It's yeah. you're not worried I about mean, scratching gel cool. Even, you know, when I started competing, you know, like you see those 14 foot Valcos in the mix, you know, and killer. you know, it was cool. That's what was really cool. I mean, I know like fisheries changed and you know things have changed and uh you know we don't see those big fields we won't get into it but unless you guys want to but uh or another mean, beer bobby I, yeah no i mean i think the other guy doesn't want it you know, i mean look at newport like 70 something 72 there. that one time you know yeah. i'm like god i'm hopscotching like hey are you going here okay make right. a cast okay go ahead like right. i'm gonna go here it's like it was that many people in newport Dude. And but you know spotties were twelve inches, so most people can catch a few. But guys were still cracking ten pound bags. Yeah, you know that which was cool. So I think our fisheries kind of changed. You know a little. It's it's tough. It's a lot tougher. A you lot. Know? Yeah. And um, so, but I don't know. Maybe in time, you know, things will build back up. I don't know. Maybe it's a cycle, just like the fish. Like we haven't had a sand bass spot in years, right? right? I don't know. Right, right, right. You know. Yeah. And you're still doing SBS. Yeah, doing SBS right now. Um, Next year. When does it start back up? January. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They made a couple, uh, they made one change. I think they took Newport out, which I was a little bummed, but just because I spent so much time trying to figure it out. You know, I would, do you remember when we did the six pound test roll? Do you remember that? Oh, I don't. We, uh, the first few years, we did that Newport Bay. It was Mm -hmm. the cabin fever reliever, whatever we (laughs) called it. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. But we would, go around with micrometers or dial calipers and mm-hmm. check everybody's line thickness. And it couldn't be over like 10 thousands for mono. Really? And, and everybody so had, had to have the same line, the, the same thickness line or yeah. under. And oh. it was real. A lot of guys really liked it. And, and then what, did, what was the maximum size you had? Um, it was sick. Well, the, the standard was six pound P line at the time. Cause yeah. that was about the thickest six pound we could find. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty, but you could find thin eight pound or thin 10 pound. That was still 10 thousands or less, but Anyways, the guys were getting to the point where they're like dying, uh, tying uh, spider hitches and double their line. And but then they're throwing a fifteen dollars spinner bait and breaking it off. And they're like, "Dude, when are you going to get rid of this rule? Yeah. I lost like fifty bucks in tackle today, or whatever mm-hmm. it was." But a lot of people got bid on that light line, and it yeah. was really fun. So we we kind of let that format go by the wayside. But there was a lot of people that really liked it. It was because uh-huh. it was challenging. With a lot of people that didn't like it too. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> but it was cool. Yeah, th- but, I mean thanks to the whole tournament thing, it's it's um, it opened up another like giant fishery for me. Like I'm thinking just okay, you go on a party boat, whether it's Oceanside, San Diego, here, yeah. Oxnard. You know, now I'm like, 
well, when was I ever going to fish San Diego Bay for spotties? I'm not going to drive to San Diego. I live in LA. Yeah. Why would I want to do that? Yeah. You know? And, um, but you know, you thanks to that, I get, you get down like, wow, this fishery was amazing. It's cool. Yeah. San Diego. That's what I've heard. San man. Diego like Bay really is good. a great fishery. It's yeah. fun. And you can jam around in there too. Yeah. You yeah. can it's jam around there. It's, yeah. it's just a great fishery. Um, you know, why do I want to keep beating my head in Newport? Gosh, you know, but like that spotted bay bass fishing was my toughest, like, Hurdle. <laughs> to crack for yeah. sure and uh i just spent so much time with it that i got very comfortable with it now but i'm definitely not the spotted bait bass guy but i definitely put a lot of focus on it where it's definitely showed this last few years and for i'm sure. finally dialing them in but like mm-hmm. anything can happen next year they'll change up on me and you know you just got to keep re going you know change with the times i guess you know yeah it's an interesting fishery, all three species, because mm-hmm. although it's guys have fished for them for decades, yeah. and long they, before and they react different. You know, spotted bay bass in uh, in um, San Diego Bay, mm-hmm. 60, 70 feet of water, you can catch. You know, in mid channel, you That's could spoon wild, from man. yeah, and and you know you can get them in shallow, you can get them in deep docks, that eel grass. They're everywhere there. There's there's a little bit for everybody, whatever your comfort zone yeah. is. Fishing rip wrapped. There's you everything. See it on you know, like you see a lot of San Diego guys posting really cool. Stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a great fishery, yeah. you know. And yeah, just explore it. It's amazing. And, Big um, too. That whole bay is like twelve miles long. Mm-hmm. Mission Bay yeah. is different. It's more like a big giant puddle of eelgrass, you know. With a few yeah. Talks, yeah. But Dude, my wife bought me a uh, for my thirtieth uh, boat, like a private mm-hmm. charter. Oh yeah. It was me and like eight other guys. So there was no one else on the boat. Uh-huh. We didn't even leave. We were catching halibut and she yeah. was cool when I first yeah. like really yeah. got into fishing. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Yeah. We're catching like good calico. Oh, good, yeah. you know, yeah. like, yeah. So. It's fertile down there. Yeah, the, yeah. Those inner harbors, that's like I said, thanks to tournament fishing, I got to like, you know, um, just see like up and down the coast, you know, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Even fishing outside the harbor, I'd be comfortable comfortable just fishing marina del rey i don't have to go nowhere else but it was cool that i broke it up and got to see the different fisheries channel and islands and channel islands i would have really never gorgeous. went to santa cruz to go fish those dude that bass fishery is so good yeah yeah it's to me honestly i think it's still untapped like they the is sport boats guys up there that fish santa cruz calico guys there are, but I think that's re- just a really hardcore kind of underground yeah, group of guys. They, really, and, yeah, it's yeah, and they small. do it out of m- m- like more of the gnarly boats, like you know, yeah, Rads and Davis, Fairlands, Wilson, yeah, Wilson, yeah, those big those Parkers, gnarly yeah, skips. You yeah. Don't see a lot of guys. Yeah, in, like, they'll tuck in, like you know, they'll back their boat in and stuff, and you know, not not like what we're doing. I don't think you know, it's just yeah. I see they have their own little niche, kind of. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's definitely yeah. some guys. There's some doing big it. ones there. I don't know, Bobby. Maybe tell me if I'm wrong, but seems like when we what do you do about five years of tournaments out of ventura so seems like when i saw the i you always used to look at how many rods and what they have for every event on yeah. on board mm-hmm. and it seemed like there was just as many rods on board the guys boats at the ventura event as there was in a spotty event it's because it seemed like yeah that you get them on cranks and this they and that, eat everything and you never know that's yeah. what's cool about that like they i mean you gotta have a weakness you gotta have an old school swim bait you know i had put down a swim bait for poof, probably a year and a half, two years. Really? And it bit me when I went back, you know, mixing it up. I was like, sometimes you just got to go old school <laughs> on them, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, that fishery, like I said, I was cranking, you know, going to a point outwards and bring it up. 
and it was just amazing. And, and at that time, they were spawning, right? I, as soon as I caught the first one, I seen this cheeks. I'm like, oh, I already know what to do. So as soon as I would hook one, I'd slow it down because crankbaits got two hooks anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. And then that second one would probably be like a half pound bigger anyway. Yeah. So I was like, yes, you know, I, 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 funny double st- four pounders, double fours and a half. It's like, you know, that's and it's, you know, it's pretty cool. I think one of the first times I went there, if not the first, mm-hmm. was with Jerry Mayhew in his old skiff. Yeah. And we went out of Oxnard, I think it was. Mm-hmm. We fished a little bit on the front side, caught a couple nice ones, went around the back to Yellow Banks. And yeah. you know how that kelp extends off the island? The so calico you- bass were so thick, and you could see them all on the surface. That You know, like when a bait school yeah. gets pushed up, and it goes, whoosh, whoosh, you can uh-huh. hear it? That's what the calicos wow. were doing. And it was weird because we first pulled up every cast five, and then your next set of casts was fours, then it went to threes and twos, and <clears> then it was done. And you could still see them out there free swimming. And I'm not exaggerating. The area was twice as big as a football field. Like, and they just knew, you think? I don't I mean, know if they were out there spawning, you know, yeah. aggregating on, on that, because there's a spine that runs out there, and kelp comes out the yeah. top of it, and where it was really sparse. Usually in the afternoon, that little wind, and it, it's game. And they weren't, they weren't <laughs> moving. They were just so milling good. around, yeah. and me and Jerry were just yeah. like, oh, my, ask him. I'm not exaggerating. It was the craziest thing I've ever was, seen. That, that place has a lot of, like, four-ish, like four, four and a half, but, number, like, big numbers. Yeah. I mean, some guys are like, oh, I couldn't really break anything over four and a half. But you, how many did you catch? You probably caught 30, 40, 40 <laughs> right. halves, you know? That's a nice yeah, And then day, certain dude. times of the year, you know, when they're spawning and stuff, you know, like uh, like the calico bass at Clemente, they're like they're like salmon groupers. They're thin, big-headed, and they look big, but they're like spawned out looking. You know, mm-hmm. the, some of them just – big. They have a on... frame of a 6'7", but they're fours. Yeah. And uh, so the first event we went up there, you know, we, you know, I think we caught like 24, 25 pounds. But when we went up there, I'm like, ah, we got like 18 Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, because they're like little baby barrels. Like, they even look different. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. you know. You're like, did that thing eat a Pismo clam? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, they're just round, like yeah. thick. Yeah. And I, Santa Barbara, I've seen some fish like that, but definitely Santa Cruz, it's a, it's, it's, they're just short and stocky. Wow. Larry Heron from, I don't know if you've heard of Calico Hunter Charters. Yeah. I have. Super cool guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If anybody out there listening wants to charter, charter, yeah, well he'll worth definitely your time. Put, yeah. He'll put you on him. Yeah. He's, go, he's yeah. got a huge boat. It's, it's a center console with a 350 on the back. And wow. he, he, and yeah. that can go through, you know, yeah. victory at sea, no problem. And he's yeah. a really good, safe captain, but cool. he knows that island. That's all he charters. And yeah. that would be a really good uh, trip to, to hook up Calico Hunter Charter. Yeah. yeah. There's your plug, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Bobby, killer yeah. killer show, man. Uh, any You want to throw a shout out to any of your sponsors? And- oh, I want to thank them all because thanks to them. Like, I mean, it's just, I, it definitely helped me. Like, I spent a lot of money doing this. Owner Hooks has been great to you. Owner Hooks, I can't say enough. I mean, those guys are amazing. They allow me to go to all their shows and hang out with them. You know, they don't they don't need anybody there. Great. They just, like, you know what I mean? We, we have a... Uh, just a good friendship really you know yeah. like even you know christmas meals like hey come down i want you to you know meet the owner japan guys are gonna fly down and da da da. you know it's wow. just they've really yeah. included me and uh helped me out you know through the whole years like hey do you need anything i'm like well just a couple you know things yeah. here there and they've been very supportive and and i want to say too just the stuff that they say hey can you try this out i really truly grab those things and really test them out and that's kind of what's like helped me like the one Catalina tournament, they uh, they gave me a flashy swimmer. Hey, can you test this out? And I took the owner Japan guys fishing with me. You know, uh-huh. I think I told a story before. But so like we're on the you know we went to the break wall. Like, hey, we want to catch fish with this. I'm like, oh my, I'm on the front of the break wall. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
So I, I turned to Garrett. Garrett, do you have a weedless? Like a small weedless? Because yeah. I don't know what's going to happen here. He's like, yeah, you know, he pulls out a yum money minnow thingy. Uh-huh. So, oh, Shadalicious, sorry. And first cast, I kid you not. And then I get the phone call. Jimmy Decker was up above with some clients. He goes, Hey, buddy, they're eating the weed list. So I'm like, yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> that just reinforced everything. And then, you know, caught like four or five fish. But it was clear water. And, you know, he had that shadowlicious clear one. It looks killer in the water. So I didn't go next event. I didn't go to uh, pre-fish or nothing. And clear water. So I'm like, I'm going to throw this. And big fish came on. Nice. Flashy swimmer. So all these, like, Stuff that I've tried out has really helped me in my fishing game. Like, because it's kind of like Definitely. somewhat forced me to try to figure it out or to truly like test it out instead of like make a cast like, oh, I don't think it's going to work and, you know, <laughs> discount it. So, anyway, yeah, it so. seems like owner, they've been around for a long time. Oh, and yeah. From it, the beginning, they've always had really good quality product. Really, yeah. But, and it's innovative, but it, it seems like they don't release it unless it works. Unless it works. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, they're getting feedback from not just here. Like, you know, that's, that was my whole tunnel vision like mm-hmm. oh but it's not gonna work here it's like bobby i give you night of the times like he's making a joke bobby i give you more beast hooks than i sell here Stop it. <laughs> sorry you know you know because i'm like i want this size i want more weight and they're like no bobby it doesn't work that way you're a little niche you're a freckle yeah okay yeah. and just sorry but yeah. that's what it is and, you know until like you know, they're like, calm down and, until like, you know, started growing di- in different places like Texas and stuff like that. Now we can have a 12 odd hook. Now we can do this right, because yeah. it takes a while and it takes a while. Yep. But nevertheless, you know, they've given me products, you know, dye was been really good. Like lately I've been testing out rods for them and stuff like that. Some really cool stuff coming out. But, uh, they, you know, the, 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 the stuff that they give me to test out is just killer. It's been, I That's mean, cool. it, it, it's just that's good. That, that you have those good good relationships. Good relationships. That makes it nice. You know, you know? And, you know it's our, one thing to you know get a, a box in the mail and or whatever, and, and then you'll give them your yeah. feedback and, and then report you know, yeah. and, and promote it. But it's nice to have that yeah, relationship. Yeah, and, and, and you know the, the the cool thing is that I think I sold it pretty cool too. It's like, well, you might give this product to like a freshwater person, which is, I mean, I'm sure way better fisherman than I'll ever be. <laughs> But he's only going to catch a few bass, freshwater yeah, bass. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to go to the break while catch 40, 50. Yeah. Right. Harder <laughs> fighters. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. let me just Durab- put it through the ringer, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, that makes perfect sense, yeah. you know? Durability. That's why I'm testing out a crankbait rod, a jerkbait rod, an Alabama mm-hmm. rod for dial right now. And uh, awesome stuff coming out. Like That's just cool. pretty cool stuff, yeah. you know, that I would have never even considered fishing. And I'm like, wow. That's you know, awesome. but... Anyway, sorry, I could talk a lot, I guess. <laughs> Anybody else you want to mention? You die one uh, owner? And- Daiwa's been cool. I can't say enough about owner Stormar, the foul weather gear. Oh, yeah. Did I need that? Because I do lobstering and stuff yeah. like that. So they've been cool. Revenge Baits has been awesome to me. Bomber's giving me every guy. color and shade of sunglasses. Can't say enough about him. You know, he's pretty cool. Very cool, actually. We went fishing together the other day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, right uh, Damiki, I can't say enough, you know, like Damiki was another one that just, you know, he's like, hey, let me know when you uh, got room on that jersey. And like, but you guys have fresh water. And he's like, dude, you know, everything's a crossover, right? <laughs> and that's when just the light bulb, like, um, dumb, this is, you know, I should have been doing this since day one. Yeah. You yeah. know, and um, that's cool. But yeah, the I mean, just just the people that supported me, you know, it's just it's been amazing. You know, it's it's been a cool ride, you know, just riding the wave. 
Awesome. So we, we appreciate it. Yeah. We really appreciate you coming yeah. on. And if and anybody it, has any questions, I mean, don't be scared. You know, don't feel weird. Like I, I get messages sent all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. There's no like real dumb question other than can I have your rockfish numbers, <laughs> you know. And even then, I still give them like, dude, they're not gonna be monsters like what you're seeing, but you know, you'll yeah, have a try limit. these. And I still get, I still, I still, I'll still, I'll still, I'll throw you a bone, and you know what? Go west from here on this degree, yeah. and no. you're gonna find something. But do some of the like, you know, a little bit. Yeah, but I'll, yeah. I'll, you know, even then, you know, like, so by all means, you know, like uh, Eric said, like, hey, sometimes people just shy away just because they like either intimidate or like. No, and he's like, I think so. Like, and if that's so, I just want to reiterate that, dude. If you regular see me, dude, right? regular dude, you can hit me up. How can I get a hold of you, Bobby show. Martinez? On Bobby Instagram. Martinez on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, right on. Yeah, you know, or just you know, you'll see me at some of the fishing shows or seminars maybe this next coming year and fred hall probably right? fred hall yeah 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 uh, that's gonna be coming around the corner before we know it yeah yeah i've been awesome. asked to do a few seminars so I've we'll see if that been, pans guys, out so oh really awesome yeah. awesome i always say i'm gonna go for the last lots of hands oh. lots of hand sanitizer oh. yeah lots of hand sanitizer and <laughs> you guys buy that by the gallon in the, in the, yeah, in the owner booth yeah we do have a big gallon dude <laughs> yeah it's just you know a lot I mean, of it's it's sensory overload like, yeah. you can't do it in one day yeah no not if you want to see it yeah and then and like the, I mean, seriously, like the seminars, I mean, definitely some, there's some good stuff there. Um, Gary Reyes speakers. says you have uh, killer recipes too. So. Oh man. <laughs> I, I love the, I'm not like a chef or nothing, but you know, like I, shoot, you know, I go to a lot of sushi bars and this and that. And you know, like I, I, I love like cooking everything I catch, you know, so, yeah. awesome. you know, I'll do whatever it takes to figure out a recipe oh. and <laughs> you know, I try to get down on it. So. Right but anyway, on. yeah, we, we appreciate it, and again, we appreciate Eric. You've done a lot to help us get this going. So, no, I just uh, I'm, help, I appreciate being a part of it. You know, thanks for including Definitely. me. Definitely. Yeah. Well, until the next episode, guys. Thanks mm-hmm. everyone for listening. Cast and Craig. <laughs>